Ronin Geek Official Podcast is a proud member of the Fourth Hand Podcast Network. Check out this and many other great shows at fourthhand.com. Tell me how much you love episode eight. Episode eight. Having an episode eight again? That was the last episode. Last yeah, Jedi. Stuff no, no, Last that. Jedi. Oh. What? Get oh. passionate. Oh, that doesn't that that hasn't been made yet though, has it? <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Okay. What is it going Actually, on? um it's been pretty entertaining watching some of the theories surrounding that because there's so much controversy around those movies. Um and people are like, well, what are they gonna do moving forward? It looks like this is hilarious. Nukem. <clears throat> no, it's even better. Uh, it looks like they're just going to ignore them. Yeah, that's what I mean by nuke them. Nuke, nuke your knowledge of them. <laughs> I like it. One person was uh, talking about it uh, too on their like thing when they were talking about like on YouTube, like, you know, people just talk bullshit. And it was funny because he was like, yeah, so it looks like it is probably just going to be ignored, which was mirroring my thoughts. I was like, oh, that's funny. I'm not the only one who was thinking that. But then he put in a clip of fucking Okir from Mass Effect. Like, I'm gonna do the one thing that every enemy cannot like withstand to be ignored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, it genuinely looks like that's where they're headed with this. Yeah. So there, I've even seen a mock-up. Uh, it was just somewhere either on Facebook or Twitter, but somebody did a mock-up of the timeline uh, of the original yeah. sequel trilogy, and then yeah. and then now now it shows this branching off Mando situation and everything branching off of that that's coming out of it now. Yeah. So it it is really cool to see that. Oh, they might just like they they won't they won't explicitly retcon it, but no. maybe they won't well, pay it, it was, much. It was mind. only a year. Yeah, all of those movies took place in one year. Yeah. So like, I yeah, think yeah. what they need to it's do, not important on the galactic right. scale. That's true. I think what they need to do is kind of do what the Avengers did, which is come up with a bunch of individual Star Wars movies that all take place around the same timeline, and just and then eventually have an Avengers come they together. Are. That's what they're doing. Well, yeah, yeah that's with Mandalorian. Yeah. With Mandalorian, that's kind. Of, you're right. That's exactly what they're doing. No, no, they've, they've announced it. That's what I they're guess doing. you're right because they are giving each one their own sort of spin off. They're using Mandalorian as the foundation, and everything else is branching off. It, of it. It, it's interesting. We should probably talk about the fact that it, Mando was kind of used as this as this vehicle for it. You know, in the same way that Iron Man was kind of used as the vehicle for the MCU, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, obviously, John Favreau is an expert with this. So, but uh, I, I think I think it's, a lot of people are calling it now the Filoniverse. I'm all I'm all that for actually that. does I love make it. sense. I yeah. love because he's added the most uh, uh, since the like the most rebirth. Passion, I think not even the most passion, but it's like since the rebirth and the yeah. getting rid of the expanded universe, he has added the most content. I think to the Star Wars universe. He's also movie. he was also the one it who adapted. He adapted Thrawn right into the animated series. Right. Yes. He yeah. also he yeah, also yeah. created and wrote Ahsoka Tano. Uh, he wrote the fall. He wrote a more well, detailed so fall of Anakin. Ahsoka Tano didn't exist before Clone Wars, like in any book. No. 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 Nope. Original character. Oh, I thought she was from a comic or, nope. or no. a book somewhere. Original character. Originally, the Clone Wars was not canon, which was hilarious. And then they ended up canonizing it with the Disney switch. Yeah. Ah. So for Ronan Geek Official Podcast episode 115, this is Alex Austin. And with us on a recording today, we have a returning. Oh, yeah. We're going to that. Pat we fucked up the pattern now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got to be there, man. Oh, Fuck. Okay, well, no, I can I can do this. I can gesture oh. forward, and then it gestures toward you. Oh, so, okay. In in uh, on the recording with us today, we have uh, Plebby and Adam. Yes, and Rob. And we have Rob, and it's pretty exciting to have the the whole gang back together on a single recording. This is very exciting. The last couple weeks was kind of like. Uh, I don't know, like a interview style thing where I was sort of like, <laughs> I was the common theme, but then I was just like one week it was Rob and we did the remote one. Yeah. And then the next week it was Adam. And, uh, and, and, and I felt a little bit like, like Terry gross 
from uh, from like NPR or something. So that's what I felt <laughs> like. So now that I have you in one room together, so I, I can ask you more pointed questions, just like Terry Gross. But today on Fresh Air, we're going to talk to Rob, uh, just Rob, and of course Plebeian Plebeian Knight Adam, and we'll get their take on the Mandalorian. <laughs> so, oh God, nice. You're not bad at that. So, well, I, I could totally do it. <laughs> so, for today, I think we should make it uh, Rob's choice. So, he's back on the show, and we're very excited to have him. So, what would you like to start with today? Would you like to start with the cyberpunk shit, or would you like to start with the Star Wars shit? Because there's a lot of Star Wars shit we got to catch up on with you. I don't think there's that much Star Wars shit. I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff that happened. Well, there's really good quality Star Wars shit we got to talk about. There's a couple of, yeah, salient yeah. points. Let's start with the Star Wars shit, because yeah. I think the cyberpunk shit will get become, it'll become its own monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True story. Uh, we'll get too angry, and we'll have to yell at everything. Yeah, exactly. It's going to get pretty wild once we get into that. I can already yeah. tell you that. So anyway, the uh, and, and I think we might not all be on the same page about it. Mando? N- no. Cyberpunk? cyberpunk? No, we definitely aren't. I think okay. we aren't? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think he is on the same page. Okay, well, I'm interested to get into that, so yeah, let's yeah. get okay. into Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, so Star Wars, uh, I mean, well, you know, in a nutshell, what do we have he, he here? We Alex, have the, the last two episodes of the ones, what was that? I said he being Alex. I said he, I didn't say, uh, uh, That's true. Yeah. Um, the, the plebeian me. So if <laughs> so, the uh, last two episodes, honestly, I think what, in, in my honest opinion, are probably the best hour and a half of Star Wars we've gotten since uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Um, See, and in this that is show, where I disagree. Uh, you're... Fucking stupid. I think and, the last uh, <laughs> so wait, what did you say? I said the last hour and a half of Mando was the last two episodes was probably the best Star Wars we've gotten since Empire Strikes Back. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Uh-oh. So and, and we could dive deep into that. We should probably do a little bit of uh, favorite moments from each episode, obviously. So episode sure. seven, yeah. uh, this being the episode with Bill Burr. So the yeah. returning Bill Burr is Mayfeld, which was fantastic. And of course, uh, Gina Carano played a big part in that. Boba Fett, Tamora Morrison's Boba Fett played a big part in that, as well as um, Min, Min, Ming, 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 Playing so, as Fennec Shand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm so glad you're back, too, because we had so much trouble with names in the last yeah. episode. <laughs> I just posted it. I, I, almost, I almost never know the actors or actresses' names, but yeah, yeah. Ming-Na Wen, I know because I've seen every fucking episode of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, yeah, like she, she's, she's, main, she's oh. a main in there. Yeah, yeah. True story. True story. And she's always she's always been good. I've always enjoyed her. So, And <laughs> the fact that she's in uh, the Book of Fets is going to be... Yeah, Woo! we're, we're going to get to that. We'll talk ooh, about that later. Ooh. I just got a chub. I know just, you just did. thinking about it. So, just thinking about it. The whole, the whole last t- ten minutes of that episode and the and the and and outro of the series, yeah. of that finale. I'm like, Alex, is it going to be so hard? Oh, I, I was, oh, <laughs> was I was, I was tenting it. I was tenting no, it for no, real. I knew that yeah, he yeah. because he's got a, such a hard on for Fett. I, I had. Do you I had really to go, love Fett oh, that much? Big time, dude. Big I mean, time. you do like, the, I, had, the I had to go change into gym shorts. Yeah, it was painful wearing jeans going through that for me. Change your pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I went to one of my rentals to go fix something for one of our tenants. And I was talking to the guy about about Mandalorian. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Boba Fett thing at the end. The after credit scene. He's like, what? I'm like, <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, oh, sweet summer child. Oh. Yeah. You, you go back and, and watch like, that. You bring up Netflix right now. <laughs> you're or like, uh, you're <laughs> Disney Plus oh, right now. Oh, sweetheart. Just, just a moment. <laughs> Let's, we need to fix this. I'm going to make your day, okay? Here's yeah. you. You're open, so excited. Open Disney Plus. Get to the end of those credits. Yeah, he gets to the end. He's like, oh, my God. And he, he calls up his buddy. He's like, dude, there's an end credit scene. 
fuck? That's awesome. <laughs> Freaking made his week, man. Yeah. And uh, yes, this is episode, uh, well, chapter 15, technically, it's called The Believers. This is what the episode we're talking about right, right. now for anybody following along. Uh, starts off uh, pretty simple. They're creating a plan, right, to try and get this information from an Imperial base, uh, trying to locate yep. Grand Moff uh, Gideon. Gideon's Gideon. cruiser. So yep. because it's, it's highly privileged information. So a couple of cool things happen right at the beginning. We got Mando. He's sort of dressing up in Stormtrooper armor. Right. Uh, the first time we see him cave and not wear his armor yeah, effectively yeah 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 he still got to wear his helmet though so that was good well no <laughs> a, a helmet a, a yeah helmet. yeah a helmet yeah, and, yeah. And, and i actually really enjoyed later on when he's fighting in that armor i'll bring it up later on though but uh it, there were some fun things to take note of there okay you I noticed something i didn't I don't, I don't know how you didn't you were watching the damn thing <laughs> all right i'll talk about it later though and then, uh, yeah, this is really cool because it's, well, one, it's it's now the second, well, it's the third assault, direct assault on the Imperials in this season that I can think of, which is cool. So yeah, we see through, yeah. yeah, throughout this season, a lot of direct assaults on Imperials. In episode three, it was the assault on the, on the ship. Yeah. So, and then in episode, uh, what was it? Episode four was the one where they went back to Navarro and they took down the base there. The and volcano then, base. Yeah, and yeah, right volcano before that, base. they hit, actually, technically, if you count the Gazante. Oh well. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, man. Yeah, so there's at <laughs> least four. How many? How many things of of the Mandalorians stole? Let's see. They stole the Gazanti, then they stole the Imperial <laughs> Cruiser, and they're using all these things. Yeah, you yeah. Know that. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. So and then uh, yeah, they're sort of amassing their own force oh, based like, on the shit they're stealing a from uh, Imperial yeah. fleet, <laughs> which is cool. As, it's cool as hell. So anyway, then then they end up grabbing the uh, I don't know what kind of vehicle it was some sort of transport that they stole carrying some sort of highly volatile substance. What oh, was the, the substance? Yeah, the juggernauts. Uh, there was uh, Rhydonium. They were transporting. Oh, yeah. okay. And then we saw Rhydonium. Super, un- in... super unstable. That was Close. only ever seen one other time in Clone Wars, I think, or was yeah. it? Rhydonium? No, we saw it in Han Solo. Wasn't it in the Han Solo? No, film? no, no. That's different. That's for um, that's for super fuel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it was only ever seen once, to my knowledge. In, yeah, in Rebels, I think yeah. is correct. Rebels, okay. I think it was Rebels. It may have been Clone Wars. Yeah, I can't remember which one. But the Juggernaut vehicle, if that's what you're talking about, no, I was that's, about that's in Clone Wars. Yeah, That's Clone Wars? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it was an adapted Clone Wars tech. It technically comes in at the beginning of the Civil War. Nice. Or just before the Civil War. I mean, between... Yeah, whatever. When the Empire came to power, fuck off. I fucking love the, the beginning. So, I don't have a favorite moment in that episode. I have a favorite uh, payoff. Okay, gotcha. Which is, I loved Bill's Burke's character in this. Mayfeld's. Oh, yeah, so good. He was the highlight of it. He oh, was the highlight for sure. Well, you got to see, you got to see somebody who was like so weighed down by like imperial propaganda that he's just like he's seen so much shit and he's like, nah, I'm done. Yeah, uh, but I, I loved his the payoff of the, you know, hey, you're you're already altering your rules. Yes. You're already bending. Yeah. Now that yeah. you've bent, it's only a matter of time before you take the next bend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that that payoff at the end and his comments about you know, hey, is the rule that you can't wear your <laughs> mask or any mask? Like, yeah. what's the what's the exact rule here? Yeah. And the Mandalorian's probably thinking, I don't, I don't actually know. Like, yeah, I don't know exactly what the rule is. I just kind of. I'm told that this is what's supposed to be. But but the one thing that to Mayfeld's credit, and I love Bill Burr playing this character because I think that he's actually done a fantastic job, and he's a pretty big Star Wars fan too. Mm-hmm. But the uh, one thing that I really liked was right after all of that, and after his whole thing where he takes out the Imperial officer in the mess after the whole transport yeah. shenanigans, when he does that, 
and he turns to Din Djarin and he hands him the helmet. He's like, nobody's in your face. Yes. And yeah. like, at that point, you know that he's like, hey, I'm like, he's like, I'm just righting my wrongs and I'm not going to fuck with you. So just take this and let's move on. Yeah. Well, yep. his, yeah. his character had so many layers too, because early on when they were in the transport, in the juggernaut together, he was kind of acting as like the conscience of Din Djarin, right? Yeah. He was kind of speaking out loud, saying what Din Djarin was probably working through in his own mind, right? Yeah. And by the time they get to the Imperial base after that badass fight scene, so which was fucking yeah. nuts, man. What so, a fight scene. Okay, Holy how powerful shit. are thermal detonators? Okay, so thermal detonators. Okay, so... Because that's what they were throwing uh, on that ship, right? Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, like. totally. So this is kind of fun. Those so, are like old-fashioned thermal detonators, too. That's like yeah, exactly yeah. what they showed back yeah. in like Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're yeah. using a lot in Rebels and stuff, too. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. But they have, a, they have a alternate version. A lot of the times they use in Rebels, it's mm-hmm. kind of a sticky version of it. It's only half the detonator. Gotcha. And it yeah, st- yeah. sticks things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, so those, um, so, you know, there's like, in, in reality, there's like grenades, high explosive grenades. Yep. So imagine there's a step beyond that. That's thermal detonator. <laughs> okay. No, it's more of an explosion. Cause like with grenades, it's not so much the explosion. It's the shrapnel. It shoots out. Think of it like a hand thrown C4. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. a good way to think, but bigger, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, well, the imploder is actually a, a step up from the, so there's a thermal detonator and then there's a thermal imploder. Oh my god! Yeah, the imploder is really cool. They're showcased a lot in like the game. So like, um, like Battlefront two, one and two, thermal imploders are there. Are they the big ones? And th- so what they do is they explode and then they retract after they explode. Don't ask me how. Star Wars tech. I don't know. All right, <laughs> they're just cool. <laughs> they're just cool. Cool tech. Got yeah. it. <laughs> I don't well, think yeah, that. But... I don't think they're any more effective. I think the whole idea behind them is that they're supposed to contain their explosion a bit uh. better. And I and I love that in, in this they're also getting really deep into in this episode, particularly the battle on the back of the juggernaut. You see Din Djarin doing a lot of hand to hand combat, and yes. uh, it was really really impressive. So they start digging really deep on his hand to hand combat in the last couple episodes. Right. So this is the thing that I loved, and this is the thing I said you probably didn't notice. Um, you notice in this fight scene how much Din Djarin relies on his armor. And you find yes. out because as he tries to utilize the armor, it gets busted. Oh up. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He does get no, kind of fucked I up. I didn't notice yeah. that. You his arms, it? his arms, especially yeah. take a big beating. Yeah. So yeah. the first time somebody comes at him with uh, one of their staffs, he brings his arm up to block as he normally would. But yeah. when he does, the whole spalder oh, shatters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did notice that. And yeah. you see him do it a couple more times, but only near the beginning because you can tell really fast. He learns. He's like, okay, this is not the same armor. <laughs> that was a really thoughtful way to do it because yeah. it, this is exactly what would happen if he. He's used to being in the Beskar, and all yes. of a sudden he's not, right? It's kind of like this... the Deadpool. When Deadpool lost his healing factor, he almost died many, many times because yeah. he's just so used to just taking it. Taking the I bullets. can just take yeah. the stab, and that's yeah. my strategy is take the stab and then stab you back and make yeah. you open. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, that's the whole thing about Mandalorians is people don't necessarily, if you don't necessarily know about Beskar, you're just going to swing at it like it's normal armor, and a lot of things will bust normal armor. But uh, when you hit Beskar, that doesn't happen, and that generates an opening for a Mandalorian to take advantage of. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, yeah, that whole fight scene was just extremely impressive like on the back of the juggernaut i was just i was very surprised by it just how smooth it was and and man that the the visual effects artists that they have working on the show are just beyond top notch like it was just really impressive i loved how both complex the situation was but simple yeah like i I love that there is this to me it was a very uh george lucas kind of scenario was like listen we're gonna make this very clear see there are three bars if they anyone goes really high you die and that's it that's all you need to know and every time they would just cut back to the three bars going danger danger will Robinson that's the only danger you really understood was bars yes and it worked no it was perfect it was perfect that's that's definitely like an old fashioned shtick but I love that so that makes it really simple for for the purpose of the action (laughs) sequence anyway 
uh, actually kind of funny. Just a little, little 10 second tangent. I, I've been listening to the audiobook called uh, The Secret History of Star Wars. Oh boy. And it's got a lot of uh, points from uh, Lucas will actually narrate his sections. Oh, wow. Talking about his stuff. Yeah. And, uh, or at least if, if that or the narrator does an amazing George Lucas impression. So one <laughs> of the two. But, uh, there's a lot of parts that are really entertaining because he talks about his different process for Star Wars and like the different things that shaped how it went. Because as you know, he changed a lot about Star Wars as he was making it. Yep. Uh, and uh, one of the one of the funny things that he is like, he's like, I can do a camera shot, no problem. He's like, I can do editing, drop of a hat. He's like, I can't write. I was like, holy shit! You actually he openly admitted, admitted that. Oh yeah. He's like, he's like, I'm a terrible writer, but he's like, the other things I know how to do. And it, was, it was really interesting. I was like, "Wow, this is actually like this is a really fun book because the the book was made after the first six movies, but before Disney took over." Oh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get this. This really is why. This is why, like, uh, Spiel- Audible. Audible. Yeah. Yes, this is why Steven Spielberg and Lawrence Kasdan and even George Lucas's wife, right, were all collaborators Dorothy, along yeah. the way, right? Because yeah. they needed they needed that that sort of authority on writings. So that's really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Cool anecdote. So anyway, yeah, they do make it to the base, and then getting back to the scene then where where uh, Mayfeld now he get there's like another layer to his character here because we begin to get a little bit of his backstory and kind of what happened to him when he was an imperial in in the empire essentially. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was just an enlisted man or an officer. No, he was a uh, sharpshooter. Okay, okay. Yeah. So he probably would have been some kind of officer then uh, as a sharpshooter. But it, it was really fascinating to kind of get that backstory. And then, and then we saw kind of his breakdown when he was talking to the Imperial officer who led them into yes. death. That yeah, was he led his old battalion into death. Awesome. And it yeah. was a fucking brilliant scene. Yeah. And I was so impressed that they that they were allowed to go there and that they executed it so well. It felt like um, the opening to Inglorious Battles. Oh, totally. 100%. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent, and was, and the actor, whoever that was, playing the imperial officer, was fucking phenomenal. great. No one so knows good. who he is, but he was amazing. No, no, yeah. I don't know his name. I've, I've, I've seen him in stuff before. He's not anything else. He deserves yeah. props because he showed up. Was a character we don't know shit about. Had no prior knowledge of, but we fucking hated that guy. And he I, he always plays like a goon. Let's see, he's in uh, and, and Doom, Kingsman, uh, <laughs> Tremors. Yeah, uh, Brave New World was a show on Showtime, yeah. I believe. I'm looking for something else you might have seen him in. Anyway, he always plays like a goon. He always plays like a bad guy. Because obviously he looks the part. But yeah, he was in The Walking Dead. I remember that. Yes. Um, yeah. Man, just all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Uh, I, I won't go too much lo- into it. But yeah, he's, this guy's been in a shit ton of stuff, though. I love that they also brought up again. They brought up Operation Cinder. Yeah. Operation yep. Cinder's awesome. I kind of felt like uh, Captain America in that one where he said that. And I went, I get that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. That's funny. <laughs> I got that reference. So you, did, where'd you get that reference from? Battlefront. From Battlefront, yeah, yeah Battlefront. Because was that was the like kind of like linchpin of Battlefront was Operation Cinder. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome, awesome thing. I mean, it, it was one of those things where it's like looking at it, you're like, why did this? Why was this operation even a thing? And then as you kind of figure out why it was put together, like, oh, that's sinister. Yeah, because it was like there was layers to it, and it was really neat. It was a great operation. I'm, I'm really. I mean, obviously, it wasn't great because no, like, no, no, no. So many people <laughs> but died. It was, but it was, was great storytelling it was for well, us. Well implemented. Yeah, yeah. It, it was scary. It was mean. It was evil. Yeah, and it was just genocide. Mm. 
And I love that. Uh, so we have uh, going back to Mayfeld then, and, and what happened there with the, the actor's name was Richard Richard Brake, who played that officer. Oh, so okay, he's okay. pretty pretty brilliant he actor. Some props, yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> round of applause. Thank you, Richard yes. Brake, for 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 nailing it. And uh, what's happening simultaneously there is that as you start to see him break down, uh, you have uh, Pedro Pascal who can now sort of act with at least with his face. Yes, you know what I mean. I think so, we're gonna get a lot more. And, of that and you can season. see you can see the genuine concern show up on his face when he realizes the direction this is heading in. You see him kind of like slowly glance, <laughs> side glance over at Mayfeld. Yeah. And he's just, he's slowly shaking his head because yeah. he knows exactly where this is fucking going. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, Mayfeld ends up pulling, pulling a fast one and blasting this guy into oblivion, which Re- was amazing. Redeeming Mayfeld as a character. Yeah, redeeming him did, as a character. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then of course the added shot later. Yeah, I really yeah. do love the fact that they turned this guy from season one to that dick that you put in jail and you just kind of didn't really like yeah you liked him because he was a villain but he was just a just a prick villain and that right, was yeah. it now you're like oh he's a prick for a reason like yeah he has no faith in humanity what's that. really yeah. cool about that scene and going back to season one then because you're talking about the heist scene right where they're yeah. trying to where they're trying to break out you know the, the one tweet like out of jail right yeah. so what was cool about that is there was actually a few people who ended up in prison at that time right and yes. they felt it was one of them so realistically they could have taken any one of those characters and put them into this episode yeah so but mayfeld ended up making the most sense i think well, uh, i think and, they wanted to get into an imperial base so they they got they yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so but it was it was just a cool kind of we can see these sort of open story threads kind of being made in season one and now season two right that yeah, they could go yeah. in so many directions but it's so exciting because that's just not how star wars was made before the mandalorian for some time this I'm, season felt a lot more like a clone wars episode like I, yeah it, it yeah the first one felt more cinematic felt like they were each their own individual movie this one now feels like a serialized story. TV show. Yeah. Story, totally. Which is not bad. I liked the, the cinematics of the first one. And, I'm, and I like this equally, but different. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that was actually done by design. And I think the whole reason behind it, and I could be totally off on this, but I think the whole reason why they made one, season one kind of non-serialized, except for like a couple episodes, was because there was a lot of cool stuff that they were putting back into the Star Wars universe. And they wanted the ability to have like somebody go... Hey man, I know you're not super huge in the Star Wars since like the last movies, but watch this one episode because you don't need to watch them in order. No, and it's you can true. see like your things that you like have been brought back in this episode. Yes. So watch that. And I think that that might be by design. Another I could be wrong. Another important thing about this episode too that we should know about just the entire thing is that this this episode uh, unless it's at the very end, which I don't even think it's at the very end, but I don't believe it features Baby Yoda or Grogu at all. A little bit. Here and there. Not he, much. he might have shown up. I think he was yeah. maybe in the very end, if at all, but I don't even think he was at the very end. I, I think at the very end, Mando shows up on the holodeck. Yeah, yeah. And threatens Moff Gideon. But I don't think, baby, I don't think Rogu's in this episode at all, which is, marks the first time he doesn't show up in an entire episode. Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah. So, and, is this and not it, the episode where he goes, like right at the beginning, Gideon goes and. Um, they're, he's like throwing the troopers no, around. No, that's no, no that was the end of the previous episode. Yeah. So, which is cool because it just kind of shows, like, from a narrative standpoint, you know, that this show does actually have some 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 legs and some mileage, even without Grogu. Oh, I knew right? that. So a mile away. Yeah. yeah. Grogu was just a reason. He, he's the vehicle. Yeah. He's yeah. The vehicle. Just, you just, just get this whole thing vehicle. going. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think they already have the Mandalorian cause. Yeah. Yes. I think that's what Which the, is fucking brilliant. Going. And we'll get yeah. to that once we do the next episode then. But yeah, then this one ends on a high note. Obviously, the shot you mentioned earlier uh, that Mayfeld takes, he's able to take out the rest of the uh, right. What is, what is it called? The Rhydonium. Thank you. Rhydonium. By the way, I got a question for you. 
Is it not? Does it not concern you that they store and manage that Rydonian so terribly? <laughs> like, okay, how so... many union safety laws are they breaking? <laughs> okay, well, let me ask you this question as a follow up. Okay, so name anything the Empire does and go. How much regulations on that? They don't even fucking handrails on their power conduit, so that they need to do but maintenance. It's not. Even <laughs> about, it's not even about maintenance. Think about it. If you're the owner of that base, or you've put your funds in it, and base has importance to you, it has value, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you seriously? Yeah. Okay. Fine. If a mook fuck dies because there's no railings, <laughs> who gives a shit? Who gives yeah. a shit? You can replace them. Yeah. yeah. But Galact- if your entire base Darwinism. gets blown up because someone decides that they want to sh- like shoot off a bullet somewhere like or i don't know they maybe hot the heat up their coffee a little too much that's a fucking problem <laughs> you, you know what it is they have they have like a whole group of safety officers officers somewhere in the empire and it's their job they're like the osha of the empire <laughs> right so that that's these guys job so what they do is they they try to come up with the objection for everything the empire is doing and then there's another set of officers in the, in the room as well so when they're talking about the power cores and yeah. the fact that they have the narrow walkways with no rails on them so <laughs> that they showed it in like episode four of this season but it's yeah. been shown many times in star wars past i know the osha guys are like well maybe we could get some handrails up there maybe three feet tall just to ensure you have something to hold on to from a safety standpoint because below you is an unending chasm that leads into you know probably like a like a power core or some sort of you know fishing yeah. thing anyway Garbage you're going to die it. certainly if you fall in so we should probably have at least a handrail there and then the other guys are on the other side of the table like some kind of pussy some kind of pussy like you need to do this safety you need to do this bullshit and then it's so, a and then and then man up man the fuck up yeah when they, when they were designing this base then they're like so where where do we keep the rhydonium and the guys are like well maybe we could come up with some sort of underground armored thing you know we could store it safely transport it safely and then and then you get the guys on the others to the table like well yeah so got a pussy? Keep it the fuck outside. Why wouldn't you just keep it the fuck outside? Right the sun where it can heat up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Directly exposed to the elements. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think my favorite is the idea of someone falling down the shaft and then like the power flickers on the Death Star and they're like, eh, another one dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except uh, the one, the one officer though, before he was shot, he did acknowledge in this. He's like, he's like, uh, or no, when uh, was it? Was it Mayfeld who acknowledged it? Hmm. Who acknowledged the Death Star and the millions of deaths on the Death Star? Oh, no, that was the guy right at the beginning who had his gun the to pilot. the pilot. Oh, of yeah. the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah which, which yeah. we'll yeah. get to, yeah. Which was a cool thing to uh, for them to acknowledge that, like, oh, like, uh, what the fuck do you care? Millions of people died on each Death Star, you know what I mean? Like, that was a, it was an interesting point to bring up. Well, it's been really neat because, like, that's one thing that they've always covered in the books is that, like, a lot of these Imperials are, like, harrowed because, like, when you think about it, all of the top brass and whatnot were in... The Death Star. So, like, a lot of friends. Yeah. A lot yeah. of friends yeah, yeah, yeah. died. Yeah, yeah. And when that happened, all it did, of course, was exactly anything, like, any real-world example where something bad happens, and then everybody on that side hates the other side, and it gets worse. Yeah. all, the, all <laughs> We the, never see that in the real world. We never see that. The Imperials that were on the planets so throughout the galaxy were all just like, yeah, okay, the Rebels are, like, but they're, they're no big deal. Oh wait, like Tim, the guy I went to school with died, and so did all these other guys. And then everyone cheered. And then everyone, yeah, and everyone yeah. cheered at the, their deaths. Yeah, it's it, like it, it radicalized fucked. people that weren't necessarily radicalized at that yeah. point. And a lot of the Imperials firmly believe that they were giving order to an un, an orderly galaxy. I think I would really love to see a movie through Imperial eyes. Yeah, like like a lower officer, but kind like of thing. in a good way. Like yeah. I would love for someone to be like. Look, here's the good things that the Imperial's doing. Yeah, like they would still show some of the bad, obviously. Oh, yeah. So you guys in juxtaposition, but yeah, no, it would be really cool to see like, that. Make it grayer. Make, just follow like one guy's life on the Death Star so, who's questionably okay. So they did actually, <laughs> they did, they did kind of do that actually <laughs> okay, in, in Rebels. 
Oh, did actually, they? yeah, they follow. So they follow an ISB agent at one point, and you see him kind of flip sides. Oh, okay. And uh, it's a prominent character in Rebels. Anyone who's listening to the scene, you know who I'm talking about. But uh, really cool character too. Nice. He actually goes on to be a really interesting kind of member of the Alliance eventually. Sweet. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, episode seven or, or chapter 15, I guess you could call it. So it's called The yeah. Believer and uh, ends on a good note because, of course, uh, and, and I'm sorry to say it, but guys, we, we, we should all understand in this room, Mayfeld, he didn't make it out of that base. He died in the explosion. Yeah. So and anybody who's yeah. seen this episode should know exactly what we're talking about. He, he's a character. He's he's now wiped away from the series. He's gone forever. We'll never see him again because he. I definitely saw him die in that explosion, right? Oh yeah, you know I, I I found his corpse after. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. He's gone, definitely dead, and uh, there, there's no use in looking for him whatsoever. So don't even bother. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely no. won't come back as a character in anything. Definitely I, won't. Am I the only one that finds that really strange? That it's like, oh no, you're free to go on this potentially desolate planet, like where you're not going to have much. Like, well, they eh. went through villages where there were people. That yeah, had yeah. Attack I'm sure he got set up pretty quick. Like yeah. most most planets, even if they're not super technologically advanced, there's usually at least one spaceport. You can go live in a shitty village where you're being, where the village is no is already desiccated because it's been, you know, mined out of its minerals yeah. from the empire. Or you can go live as a prisoner somewhere where you're going to get food. To me, they don't. They sound about the same. There's differently bad. I mean, he'd be smart to lay low in one of those villages for as long as he could. But yeah, I honestly think that we could see Mayfeld come back as a as a uh, rebel saboteur at some point. Oh, he's going to come back. He's too good. No, no, I know. I know. I know. I know. He's going to come back. No, no, no. He's he's definitely dead. Oh yeah, you're right. He died in the explosion. He is a force ghost. New Republic uh, person, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, that, uh, that's chapter 15. Chapter 16, then, of course, the one I already referenced, this starts up on, on, on they, they have to capture the uh, Lambda, Lambda shuttle. shuttle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was really cool to see a Lambda shuttle show up in this yeah, in, in such a been, serious way. They haven't been showing a lot of them. They've been using all of the assault class shuttles. Right, right, right. I'm like, what, what, why are people not using Lambdas anymore? So it was cool this showed up. And, of course, uh, uh, similar to the last episode, this one featured a lot of Slave 1. Uh, as well, so I was glad yep. to see a lot of Slave One in Chapter Fifteen. Of I course, don't Chapter fucking 16. understand Slave One, and they showed the mid deck. They did, yes, yes. They did. that was so yeah. cool. I I did like that rotational thing. Yeah, yeah, I always so wondered cool. how that worked, and then I saw that went. Oh. The whole ship moves. Yeah. By the way, terrible. Oh, oh yeah, because that's so just adding more mechanical complexity yeah. that's just bound to fail. Okay, you know what's fucked up? You want to think about that? Think about this. How do people sit in the uh, the gun turrets on the Falcon? Uh, downwards, don't they? Like, don't they sit weird? Like, so when when they're, they're sitting and they down. and they look, remember when uh, Han's like, "Oh, don't get cocky." Yeah, they're pointing downwards. No, no, he looks behind him and sees Luke behind him, and Luke sees looks behind him and sees Han, because the whole thing is that there's yeah. there's a gravitational shift in yeah. only the turret sections. Like they're facing downwards, like they're. Their butt is technically like sideways yeah. to the ship. Yeah, they're both facing away from they're the ship. They're facing straight down. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, did, I, I figured that out. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people are like, how does that work? It's like, well, they have different kind of gravity fields that operate. It's like, you know how ridiculously r- stupid like that is? If you, can, <laughs> if you have any gravitational fail- failure, your gunners are fucked. <laughs> oh, well, for sure. But at the same time, it's not really that bad because... No, it's not. I mean, they're not strapped in. I'm sure there would have been like... There are safety straps. I'm yes. sure there are safety straps, but they were just like, we don't fucking have time for that. Mm-hmm. So 
I get that. Actually, I think you see Luke get on, put them on. Actually, I don't, Do I don't think Han does, but I think that Luke sounds does. like a Han thing. Yeah. I was really glad to see though that it was a cool shot when they when they uh, used the ion cannon on the Lambda shuttle, so they disabled it, and you see the Slave One come up in front of the window oh, I love that. from from top to bottom as it goes up. It was so intimidating, and and then yeah. it makes sense why like oh shit, that's why they do it. But also the fire spray uh, able to shoot behind it. Boba Fett yes. has, has used now a couple times rear firing yep. weapons, uh, and then the one what, what's the explosive he used? Yeah, the, the seismic charge. Yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah. badass. Oh yeah. my. So those, yeah, those are uh, showcased, obviously, um, Clone in Wars. Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and actually on the Star Tours ride as well. Oh, cool. Yeah, Aww. cool. Yeah, the uh, seismic explosion was so badass. And uh, and obviously, Nis battling. Can't remember the, the exact uh, name of them. But he, yeah. he took out those two TIE fighters like nothing, dude. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> so. uh, as, soon, as soon as I saw him flying away and the tires come up, I'm like, he's going to use it, isn't he? And I was yeah, like, yeah. yep. Totally, as soon as I saw the totally. base open, I'm like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so this is the ultimate episode of the season. This is the end of season two. They do make it on to Moff Gideon's cruiser, which is pretty yep. cool. So this is now the. Because we you you jump they made it onto Moff Gideon's cruiser. Yeah, we, we skipped a bit there. So we did. Yeah. So the beginning of the plan. Yeah, beginning of the plan. By the way, I still hold firm. Katie Sackhoff is a shit actor. So I was actually going to ask you about that. She was shit. She was even worse than this. She was a little bit of a Karen. She was a little bit of a Karen at the Wasn't beginning of this episode. A, no, it, Karen, her, it's no. I I discovered. I am. I have confirmed it. It is not her character that I hate. It's her fucking acting. She can't deliver lines. I get it that she was there to deliver. Um. Not disposition. Um, exposition. Exposition. Yeah. She yeah. was there to deliver exposition. Yeah, yeah. But she sucked at doing it. There's been other characters yeah, yeah. in the show that can deliver exposition. And she just sound like someone typed a bunch of words for her. And yeah, yeah. she just read the words because she doesn't get it, understand it, or want to understand it. Right. So here's the thing is I understand where you're coming from because I saw it and I felt the same way. I was like, well, that's pretty dry delivery. Yeah, yeah it was dry but, delivery. But the thing is like, I've seen her in other stuff so I know she has an emotional range. I've seen and, her in other stuff and yeah, I never got that. Fair. <laughs> um, but I am interested to see next season I think it's do or die for her as Bogotan. But like, Bogotan as a character though, it's kind of like that. Like, that's the thing. Like, even in the animated series, it's, that's kind that's of the character. Shit character then. Fair enough. <laughs> She's going to be a fairly, you know, one mission, one dimensional character for next season anyway, because her goal is just going to be to, she has to, at some point, she has to try and take on Din Djarin in, sure. in, 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 in Which, singular combat. Din Djarin is a fairly one dimensional character, and yet he's interesting. Yeah, it's well, true. Yeah. But here's the, here's the thing that's so weird about that. So the Darksaber thing jumping around, yeah, because yeah. we know Din Djarin ends up with it. And then Gideon starts laughing about this whole, oh, but you need to earn in combat. <sighs> Technically, no. Yeah, cause because she, get it she got it from Sabine Wren. Who, gave, who gave literally it handed her. it to her. Yeah. And so at, at which point... But there was, a, there was a, uh, um, to my understanding, there was a... Do I have a fight with Maul? No, no, not necessarily, no. So the people wanted her to have it. Yeah. So there was a whole group of people there that wanted her to have it. And so, remember, they, they do say it's not, it's not about getting it through combat. It's about the story. Yeah. So if your story is a bunch of people voted for you and it's important and all, all this stuff. Kind then, of. Yeah. So the story of how it was given by Sabine Ren, Sabine Ren. Yeah. makes kind of sense. This story would be very different. I, this story would be this absolute badass kick the fuck out of a grand moff and then just gave it to you because he, think, he's nice. <laughs> I don't think kicking the fuck out of a grand moff is a big deal. He's not even a grand well, moff. Well, one he's wielding a moth. the dark saber, yeah, that's a bigger deal. He's not a grand moff though. He's a moff. Oh, true. just a moff. Yeah, that's okay, a, that's yeah. an important thing to know because that means that the grand moff title is still out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. But it's not going to be thrown. That's a different thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Moffs and 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 Admirals. Interesting. Are different so certainly someone would have been promoted to Grand yes, Moff after somebody Return is of Grand Jedi. Moff, but who is it? And it might be a contested title because it, right now we're talking about the Remnant, and the Remnant is technically right now in the Warlords phase. If they're sticking to some extended universe, yeah, yeah. which I think they are. So, and we know that there. If you read the books, there was a lot of infighting. Cool. Uh, but here's the thing, though: the new books, something kind of important to note, are technically subject to decanonization because the Ahsoka Tano book that came out um, pre, uh, after Disney has already been decanonized because it conflicts directly with the show and the shows take precedence. Interesting. Because oh. when they added the last season of Clone Wars, they answered a bunch of stuff about Ahsoka Tano that was answered yeah. in the book, but they're different stories. Interesting. Yes. And very notably different so stories. So Disney is taking the strong stance of shows are primary. Yes. That's always so, been their stance. So what about... So the books that start with the Aftermaths, these are the ones that take place after Return of the Jedi. Oh, then. God. So Aftermath what, is garbage. But what happens with those books then? A lot of that focuses around uh, the the new... Like the First Order and the Resistance. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, is a lot of what those books are. Gotcha. And uh, the first one... And I apologize if people disagree with this, but I think that when Chuck Wendig run, ran, uh, wrote... Aftermath, which is the first book, I think was garbage. And Don't I, apologize. Own it. It's garbage. It's no, shit. It's trash. no. I'm I'm apologizing. <laughs> you liked because, it. You're trash. Well, the thing. Well, the thing is, like, I've read other Ch- Chuck Wendig stuff, and it's not bad. But that one in particular was really bad. It was just not well done. Is it not poorly written, or just like the story that occurs in it? No, the story I think could have been written better. Okay. Um, because there was then there were characters, there were parts about it. Because, I mean, if you put enough words on paper, you're going to have something else that comes yeah. up good nights. And there were a couple good things about it. But as a whole, it read more like a really bad fan fiction. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, even the one character that was kind of entertaining was just, like, it reeked of fan fiction. Because it was, like, it was a B1 battle droid that okay. was, like, given grievous programming. I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm hearing <laughs> fanfic, like, like romance. <sighs> Like a, like a good old fashioned no, it was it, shipping people. It didn't, even, it didn't and, even have that. Oh, Amanda, no. No, there was there was actually don't touch me. There, there was one. There was actually <laughs> one. Step Mando, no. There was one or two. Frog lady comes back to get some. Yeah, that's what the internet wants. No, there was um. It was it follows the this kid who is actually the son of a one of the pilots that blew up the second Death Star, like that went in with the uh, Falcon when they oh. did their their run. Wait, didn't they all die? No, there's some of them that, that went are, in with the Falcon died. Some of them uh, veer off. Yeah, uh, yeah. But anyway, so then and then it kind of devolves from there. There's a lo- Imperial loyalty officer that I really liked as well. But other than that, that's it. Um, so last episode though, continuing on because we have a couple things to cover on that. Uh, so we have them get on the ship. Obviously, they mm-hmm. fight through. We see the dark troopers, and oh my god, they ent- they said the one thing I was like wondering if they're going to do or not. How the th- Third tier storm, uh, death, dark troopers, bleh, uh, were fully roboticized, but one and two were not. Right. Yeah. So right. That, they did. That's actually extended, which makes sense stuff. because that's like uh, so that it's at the end of the last season we had the previous generation dark troopers. Then. Yeah. Right. So no, those are death troopers. Are you Different. sure they look the same? Nope, they're not. Okay. Yeah. Um, death troopers are new. They came in with Disney. Yeah. Because originally Death Troopers was the title given to a Star Wars zombie book. Which oh, okay. was awesome. Uh, it, was actually, it was actually really, really good. Crazy. <laughs> uh, it only takes place on, um, technically on a Star Destroyer that's like stranded with a strain, this like plant Disease virus. type thing. Yeah, mm. it's, a, it's like a hive plant. 
And it nice. takes over people and reanimates their bodies to nice. do more things. Zombies in Star Wars. That's it, a thing. It's it, coming. It was with Han and, Han and Chewie were on that ship, too. They were detained. That is funny. It's actually a good book. It's actually a good book. It, no, it was, it's ridiculous. A lot of the characters in the book die. I, I, I <laughs> but, thought they did really good oh, with uh, with the Dark Troopers, though. They were they were pretty yeah, cool. No, yeah, the Dark Troopers were they good. They were fucking rad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I love how they didn't trivialize them. At all, because like stormtroopers, uh, no, stormtroopers are trivialized. No, dark I troopers. Guess, no, you're right. They, they didn't did. trivialize it because they, they showed only, how awesome they were, and they then, only died to one thing. To we'll one, talk but, about but that. You, yeah, but you right. knew yeah. if they had gotten in that room, where where They're the Mandalorian, fucked. yeah, everybody in that everyone would have died. Yeah, everyone yeah. would have died for yeah. sure. There's no question about That's it. Like sure. Din Djarin it, could barely fight one, and yeah, he got yeah. lucked out technically. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that he had the spear was great. They probably would have killed a few, but they would not have killed all. I don't see how they could have killed Din Djarin. I mean, enough of them could have. Oh, yeah. But with his spear, he could just puncture right through them. But they couldn't really... Like, they couldn't... He got fucking bashed in the... Like, he, his head dented the oh, wall. Oh, that was so sweet. Instead when, of yeah. his helmet so, denting. So yes. the, the dark trooper actually has him pinned up against the wall and is just punching him directly in the face over and over. And the helmet is just denting <laughs> further and further back in the wall. I love it. Which was such yeah. a cool example of just how tough the Beskar is, right? Like, yes. it was such a great visual to see that actually yeah. happening. So... Uh, another cool thing that happens in the midst of the battle uh, when they're invading this cruiser is at one point, so you have, uh, so you have Bo-Katan and her number one, played by Sasha Banks. Yep. So they're, they're running around, and they're with... Uh, Which cool um, scene with her and Boba Fett in the, in the, the little fight. The little fight oh, it was scene, cool. Where she's cool. utilizing her uh, that, that was sweet. to fight. Yeah. That was sweet. I don't know if I, if I missed out on this, but did anyone ever comment about Boba Fett's armor coming from, like, turning out really shitty and crappy? Oh, yeah, and then, and then he repainted just it. Clean? Well, he, he cleaned it up and repainted it, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, because, like, the armor itself was fine it was yeah. a paint job oh, okay. right because there's all like acidic burns from like the star lab yeah, yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. so anyway so it looks awesome when it's repainted <laughs> so there's the one scene where it's them running with uh cara dune and of course fennec shand was a part yeah. of that foursome yep. as well it, it was a cool scene because i don't know if there's ever been another scene in star wars before that was a, a team other than maybe one of the cartoon series but where it's a team of just women uh protagonists in the, in the cartoons yeah. or pseudo protagonists yeah. all, all running through at the same time kind of taking care of business that was such a cool scene because that doesn't happen often and it, and they didn't they didn't fucking force it that's what i was yeah. gonna say that yeah was, that I, was the I one noticed thing. it but it, i didn't notice it in like the oh this is like the, the marvel you know that marvel it, scene it's not a gallop yeah it's it, not a, it was just characters who just all happen to be women who are all bad and they all actually had a common objective yes. like it was it was yeah. very very cool it, and, to me it was character driven not yeah. let's get girls in a scene together right. yeah. exactly was, no this is just coincidentally the characters yep. that are fit for this yep yeah. and the MCU and has been forced supported. and yeah and other stuff it's been forced as well but in this it was right. definitely not when, this it's, is when it's not forced it comes off so much nicer and, yeah. it, and it's so much more empowering I think because at that point there's no delineation being said oh we're just doing this because they're girls we're doing this because these characters are awesome yeah yes yeah and that and I thought it was like that's so much. And better. they were certainly up against an overwhelming force, and it was kind of cool to see they each had a role to play in taking down the overwhelming force. Yeah. So it starts with the the two Mandalorians kind of jumping down and then flying up, yeah, the, and a surprise attack. Yeah. And then you have Fennec Shan just fucking cleaning. I do up. love the and uh, oh, I, so sick, man. I felt both really like I I, I the the character should have been embarrassed when um, Gina Carano's character. She immediately pulls out the the mini gun, yeah, and then it yes. immediately fucking jams, jams, it jams up. Yeah, which how the fuck does a laser gun jam? Oh, um, because blaster. So some blasters uh, still use um, shells. They're like blaster bolts. They're like bolts. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So not um, ammo is actually a thing. 
Oh, so uh, there's something physical. Like when you're shooting those lasers, there's something physical to those. It's a bolt. Uh, to many of them, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yes. didn't know that. I always yeah. thought there was just lasers. No, they're they're a heated plasma containment bolt. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. That actually yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's why they're called blasters, not lasers. Yeah. yeah. There, are, there are lasers in the universe, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. fair mm-hmm. enough. So I love how it immediately jams, and then she's just like fucking with it in the elevator. It was one of those scenes, like, you know, normally they would have had the comedy of, you know, the, the boring elevator music, but instead yeah. you just have her like... Fuck it. She just jamming like on it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she yeah, slams yeah. it on the ground. That's what That's she does. What yeah. Yeah. She's kind of acting like what I would imagine a real soldier would do with a gun like that. You yes. know, just fucking like just hammer the thing. Well, right? she's, she's a drop trooper, right? Yeah. So yeah. like yeah. when she's like. And then literally the second the door opens, she lifts the thing up and just starts tearing through the stormtroopers <laughs> on the other yeah. side, just absolutely rips them up. And, and that, that was the end of that, that all female scene. But that, that was such a badass sequence. It was man. awesome. Damn. Yeah. It was so good. And then, of course, in the midst of that, you have the battle with uh, Moff Gideon, who stabs Din Djarin in the back after immediately telling him he could walk away. I was really hoping battle. that that fight didn't happen because that would have, in my mind, elevated Gideon as a character. Yes. But uh, I understand why they didn't he do that. He did it right? because he knew that if he... Either he won, which was fantastic. Great. Yeah. He also knew he wasn't going to die because he knew he was a high-value target. Yep. I yeah. think he knew that. And if he did lose... He knew he would cause chaos. Yep. So he's like, damn, yeah. it's a win. It's a win. It was a win. Not a battle loss. It was yeah. a win-win-win. <laughs> and, and he also and he also did know that the dark troopers were on the ship. And sure. That they would. And he was help pretty him. confident. Which, in that, by man. the way, that series with the dark troopers both made me go, oh fucking really? Yeah. Because when they vented them out, <laughs> yeah. I was like, really, that's what this comes <laughs> no, down to. That's no, bullshit. baby, no, they're coming no, back. No, that's the thing. Like, so I think Rick. It was the director on this one. Yeah, if I, Rick, if I Rick Femu. You no, 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 sorry. No, he was the director on the seventh episode, not the eighth. Oh. But um, one thing I will always say, Filoni's done that shit before. Uh, and as soon as I saw it go out, I'm like, hold on a second, let's do the math. They've explicitly shown that they have rockets yeah. on their feet. And I'm like, if he vents these things, they're droids, they're not people, they're coming back. It and, makes sense. And I was just waiting for that to happen. And then, of course, uh, there's this whole standstill, and they're like, uh, how many life signs? None. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, when they so, did the how many life signs, I knew it was going on. I'm like, oh, they're yeah. back. But this, I was still, I had that thought, because there's been so many shows. That just, like, forget like, it. Yeah. Forget it. Like, oh, we can't afford the budget to to do these droids the whole time. Forget it. Yeah, no. This was directed by Peyton them. Reed, who did the yes. Ant-Man series for Marvel. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, some yeah. good pedigree there. No, so. The whole series has been good pedigree. Now yeah. we've been dancing around kind of the big event then from yes. uh, from episode eight, and this was uh, this was a major watershed moment for the Star Wars universe, a major moment for fans as well, because here we have an, yet another character. So similar to how Boba Fett came back, and they've really respected the character yes. in, in, in a great way, and, and and sort of sewn him into the greater the greater fabric of the narrat the narrative. Now, uh, now we have Luke Skywalker showing up. So X wing yes. flies up, you, a single X wing. They yeah. make a joke about the fact that it's a single X wing, and anything, yeah. but. Who could it be? Who could answer the call of Baby Yoda? And certainly Luke Skywalker is one of them. And then you see certainly a black cloaked Jedi figure with a green lightsaber and gloved hand just ripping through dark troopers. I have only one. I didn't think it was Luke Skywalker because I thought the fighting style wasn't a very Luke Skywalker. Oh, Oh, I thought it was very much Luke Skywalker. Okay, so this was was fun that you brought that up because I was was having the same thought at first. But as soon as there's a scene where he's walking through the cargo crates fighting him, 
and you see his hand. As soon as I saw his oh, hand, yeah. that's when I knew. Yeah. yeah. I and I assume, sorry, not the hand. I saw the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I saw the lightsaber, because I know that lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I'm a huge fucking nerd. Of course, I know that lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rob pauses it, examines the hilt. <laughs> I didn't have to. I knew immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but the I also didn't think they were going to bring him back. But I'm happy they did, though. I, I'm, for, I'm actually for, happy they did. Because there's a reason. I'm not yeah. happy to see Luke because he's Luke. That's not at all the reason why. I, I'm upset. I, d- I kind of wanted this to be the B-list team. No, no, I didn't no. didn't really want to see but A-list. I, I think I know where Rob's going with this. I'm going to let him say it, though, okay. because I, I think I'm going to agree with you on the why. Okay. So the reason why they did this, I think, and I think you'll like it after I explain okay. it, um, is we have, right now, this is five years after the fall return. of the Empire. Like, return, yes. Yep. So Luke has shown up now. And we know what happens with Luke is that he's doing the New Jedi Academy, the New yes. Jedi Order. And it's important for him to show up and get Grogu because he's building the Order. Of course oh, he's yeah. going to get Grogu. Um, but the other thing, though, is that now we have the opportunity to have a series about the New Jedi Order. And we don't have to mm. see Luke a lot. And I don't think we will, even if that is a thing. Yeah. But what we will see, though, is we will get an establishment of who's going to take over the Jedi Order when he leaves after fucking with Ben Solo. Because mm. he left the Jedi Order and nobody took over as far as we know. But obviously somebody would have. Well, there, yeah. is a, there is a comment. He makes a comment that Kylo Ren and Knights of Ren, he believes that they killed all of his students. I don't think so. Well, I mean, and, and again, this will probably be decanonized at some point, right? Or at least well, he worked thinks. around. He thinks. Doesn't yeah. mean that he knows. It'll be the, from a certain point of view. Yeah, yeah from a he, certain point of view. He killed all the Jedi. From a certain Ghost point of view. Ghost shows up in the future. He's like... From a certain point of view, the sequel trilogy happened this way, but maybe yeah. it didn't really There's happen. There's also this Grogu way. who's like, wait, I just survived two Jedi purges. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but uh, honestly, the reason why I think it was great that he showed up was, was a little bit different. One, because it's, um, I think it was a good way to send off uh, Grogu. So because yes. you had you had an extremely beloved and powerful character show up to take Grogu away, and and I and think, we know that Grogu's safe when he was exactly, and I think it would yeah. have been even uh, it would have been more bitter than sweet if it had been some anyone else showing up. But the I, fact that it was Luke Skywalker showing up to take this beloved character away, who we probably won't see a whole lot in season three of Dinjarin's no, story, if at all, right? I hope so, not. Well, yeah, well, I, I kind of hope we not, may see yeah. him in like passing. Sure, sure. Yeah. I think he'll show up at some point. He like has a hall to. Of it but, or yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. But uh, I, I think though that it, w- it was probably the right move to get Luke Skywalker to show up and be the one who takes Grogu away. So, so Luke Skywalker, his whole so it was Mark Hamill de-aged. Oh, uh, it's CGI'd onto somebody else's face. I can't remember the actor's yeah, name. Yeah. But yes. Okay. Uh, so, am I the only one that thought it was actually Sebastian Stan? It looked a it lot looked like, like Sebastian. Him. Yeah, it, looked it looked like, him, a lot like but, him. But but, I, but there's certain facial things that Sebastian Stan doesn't have that. That, so there was a similarity, but it wasn't. That's him. what threw me off. As I thought it was Sebastian Stan, slightly edited to look a little bit more. Everyone's like Mark been Hamill. everyone's been asking for Sebastian Stan. Yeah, yeah. but I, that's what I thought that's it was. What, that's who the internet wants. Yeah, because it looked yeah. a lot like him. I didn't realize it looked a lot like him. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of Luke from the old, and I don't think he looks that much like Sebastian Stan. This was to me more Sebastian Stan than it was Luke when he was younger. Or yeah. Mark Hamill when he was. I younger. mean, they could still use Sebastian Stan for when Luke's a little bit older in the series. Yeah, and it would be fine. I don't think anyone's going to care. But like, um, the the whole thing will be just them respecting the character. Also, he spoke so little. I thought they were taking lines that were like pre-recorded no, from yeah. old movies no, or something yeah. and putting it in because he spoke so little in his lines. I didn't. They're feel... iconic lines. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I felt like they didn't really like. I felt like he wasn't talking to Din Djarin. 
I didn't feel like his words were like connected to the conversations that were going on. I didn't really feel that way, but I could see how you did. Yeah. So I felt like they were pre-recorded because of that. They just took something and like kind of mixed and matched them. Yeah. And, and did that. Now, interesting thing here, Star Wars site uh, FandomWire is actually reporting, uh, I, I don't know, they say it's an exclusive story, but they seem to have gotten the notion from somewhere that there's a Luke Skywalker series in development at Disney+. Plus. Uh, However, it's only in development, so it's something that could potentially be written or I explored. I don't but, think that they're going to do a Luke Walk, Skywalker thing, or they may, but I honestly think they are going to do a new Jedi Order thing. Sure, that's certainly, that's certainly, yeah. I that's think they will. I think Absolutely. That, that's going to happen. And then, uh, I and, loved the fact that they made the Death Troopers look so dangerous. You mean Dark yeah, Troopers? Yeah. Or Dark Troopers look I so... I do the same thing all the time. Yeah. People get mad at me about that. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, they look make them look so dangerous, so scary, and there's this whole scene where it's building up, they're punching through. They're just fucking punching. I love the Jedi, yeah, yeah. like, we put the sword through. And then yeah, the, yeah. these guys are just like, I punch walls. Yeah, well, yeah. well, think about it this way, right? <laughs> you just punch through the blast doors. So, yeah. originally I was like, why don't they have fusion cutters? But then I was thinking about it, and I was talking with somebody else when I was watching it the second time I was watching it. And uh, we, we came to the conclusion that they probably just punched through the walls because of two reasons. One, they can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who cares? But two, that builds fear. It does. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> and, and you know how the Empire works. They're all about fear. Oh, yeah. totally. So I just love how they, they built up the basically a good portion of this episode. How fucking scary and badass these guys are. And then Luke just mows them down. Yeah. But it's Luke. It was and beautiful. One, one cool thing, too, that they did do, and I'm not sure if I'm a fan of this or not yet. I think I am a fan of it, though. Was they showed that um, much like how Ray follows enforce like abilities from Palpatine, you saw the scene where Luke's coming right before he hits the bridge. That's a, like a mirror of, and I'm sure everyone's talked about this. I'm sure, but it's a mirror of when Vader is going through in Rogue One and killing all the Rebel officers. Yep, Luke's killing totally, the, right, the Dark totally. Troopers. But yeah. at the end too, he crushes one yeah, using yeah. the yes. Force. Which is a signature Vader move. Yep. Oh, nice. yep. Yeah. yeah wait, that, wait, wait, hold on. Okay. Actually, this has just raised a question. Yeah. Are force powers? No. Okay. <laughs> I think I think that there I think there is an I think were that you about an, to say light or dark powers? No, no, no. no. Oh. Are they um, inherent? Inherent. Oh, no. like okay, is there like okay, you're okay. stronger in this type of force yeah, power? Yeah. Because I know how his brain yeah. works. <laughs> but no, uh, no, they're not. Um, and you you'll see force choke and force crush. I think when we see acolyte come out. Okay. Um, and those are, yeah, there are, I think that there are abilities that people just kind of become better at kind of like how like in Harry Potter people have signature spells. Yeah. I always figured that much. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's a, I think that there's an aptitude for sure. Like Cal whole thing is he's very apt at using, um, psychometry. What's psychometry? Where you touch something and you can get force go like right. Right yeah. of things. Yeah, yeah. Like that's something that's unique, pretty unique to him. It's not completely unique. They say, "Oh, this is really rare that you have." He's this. just very good at it. Well, it's also rare. Like right. there's abilities that people just can't grasp because mm-hmm. they're just it's just not. What it they requires are. almost like a, a an a perceived notion or a, an yeah. experience yeah. that you just don't have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. something in the force that kind of like that's the idea, right? The force kind of gives you things. And you have to learn what you're good at through the force. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Cal Kestis has like, that'd be like, he has like a plus eight or plus 10 on every perception roll. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> well, he's, he's just he, that good. He's kind of like a force detective. In a yeah, way. yeah. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. So yes. hopefully Cal Kestis shows up at some point. I, I shows. honestly thought we were going to get Cal Kestis. I'm, I wasn't. I, I wasn't thought dis- we would. I genuinely thought Cal Kestis was going to be the one to he show up. Been a good, he's a, he would be a good addition. I am. I wouldn't be against it. I am going to be surprised if he doesn't show up somewhere. 
Yeah, I am going to be honest with all the stuff that's in the works now. He has to show with the actor Mm -hmm. being still the actor with how good it was. And the actor's good. And it's now a famous game. So a lot of people have played it. Yeah. So we should now mention the after credit sequence, which is obviously the most important part of all of this, which is yeah, uh, way, that showcasing was the after credit sequence. Best part of season. Two. Oh, it's so <laughs> fucking good. So uh, they Pit show Fortuna. up. They show up on Tatooine. This oh, is something I up? wanted to ask real quick, Rob. Sure. And maybe you can remember the name of this, but yeah. I, I couldn't. Is there a name for movies or shows or episodes or whatever when if the heroes did nothing, nothing would have changed? Uh, Yes, I don't know what it is. Ah, damn it! I can't remember the title for it because this episode was definitely one of those. Why? Grogu still would have gotten saved and picked up by Luke Skywalker. Correct. You're you're correct. Nothing would have changed. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) You're correct. (laughs) Well, it would have probably been a bigger hassle for Luke. Yeah, but he still would have gone through it. No problem. But the thing is, though, that there's the dark there's the dark saber chain of ownership, though. That okay? That's about it. Yeah, that's about it. But Luke would have been like. Oh, you don't. You're not supposed to have that, and he'd and he'd probably just take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, yeah because sure. it's it's technically a Jedi Order weapon, right? Yeah, uh, before it is a Mandalorian weapon. Yeah, because the Jedi gave it to them. Uh, no, he made it. The original Mandalorian that uh, wielded it was a Jedi. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, he went to the Jedi Temple for training and then returned to Mandalorian. Right, right. You have said that. Yeah. So, no, Boba Fett in the after credit scene shows up with Fennec Shand to Jabba's palace, which we recognize immediately on Tatooine. <laughs> and they go strolling in, uh, old, old Luke Skywalker style, where Luke Skywalker's kicking guys down the steps, right, when yeah. he enters the temple. That same place thing is happens. so terribly defended. Oh, it's it's amazing. I love oh, yeah. it. It's but, still defended by overweight Gamorrean guards. <laughs> I love well, it. Well, the thing is, like, Gamorreans can, overweight Gamorreans can deal with most things. But, like, I mean, you put it up against high-tier characters. Like, and I would argue Fennec Shan is definitely high-tier because she had a reputation coming into the series. That is true. Yep. And Fett, I don't even have to explain that one to you. So, like, when those two show up, uh, you got to have something really fucking good to yeah. stop them. <laughs> and who like, else? Dark Trooper level and, good. <laughs> and, and, and now the guy who's sitting on the throne and of Jabba's throne does not have something good. This I is, fucking love this. This is, of so course... Bib, yeah, Bib Fortuna. Yeah, the major o- obese Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. I loved it. I fucking yes. adored it. And I love how he's doing... The, he's issuing the orders. And he's like, he's like... Yeah, Loba. And he said, he's like... At one point, he sends the Gamry guard. He says, McClunky. I was waiting. <laughs> I knew that you were going to love that. What that, does McClunky mean? I was dying. Oh, it's got to be like, go kill him or something. Yeah, it's got to it's be. Like a, or like, you're dead kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's Hutties. Yeah, but go, nobody knows go, what it means. Oh, it was amazing. It is a... Is a, essentially like a fuck you, more or less. I do love that die. they didn't even translate. I can't believe they put it in this. I, I cannot <laughs> believe they put it in this. Filo- I, would- oh, I gotta. I hope that that is felony because that feels like a felony thing to <laughs> and do. And then, and then, of course, and then, of course, Boba takes the throne. He pulls the big fat dead body after he kills Bib Fortuna without blinking it onto the floor. Sits in the throne for literally the most badass shot of any Star Wars movie yes, of all yes. time. Like I am sorry, but that Fen- is- Fennec Shan and Boba Fett filled up that throne awesomely. Holy fuck! Honestly, I really think that they they. Clearly built the throne for to make Boba Fett look badass, and then filled in fucking Bib Fortuna. Yeah, yeah. Well, did you else. did you actually look at the throne? It's got like Rancor faces on it, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. Cool. it's so cool. badass. No, Anyways, this is advertising. What I mean, it, it could end up being its own thing. It could end up. It, being we already know Mando uh, season three. We know, we know exactly what's going on. Yeah, it's its uh, own series. Yeah, or movie. Um, well, it's called yeah. Book of Boba Fett. Book yeah. of Boba Fett. So yeah. not Filoni. Fuck, Favreau. Robert Rodriguez. Favreau. Um, it's Robert Rodriguez, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Robert yeah. Rodriguez. He's directing like the, he's he's part of producer. And they're yeah, expecting yeah. him to direct, which but is awesome. They did mention it is not going to take part. It's not going to replace Mando season three. No, it's it's, it's, its own, own series. It's already it's already it's in production now. Yes, Mando I hope it's after. an anthology series taking from Legends because there's so fucking much that can draw from for Boba Fett. Well, because yeah, because yeah, it can start during the Clone Wars. Yes, 
Oh yeah. my god. Oh my god. But I assume that they will start when Django dies. Yeah, yep. I do love the fact that they didn't That'd translate. Cool. They didn't translate any of the hoodies until he spoke to Boba. Yes, none of it. Like you kind of got. It doesn't it. Like, matter. Go get you got yeah. get the soldiers. Like you kind of already got the gist of yeah. what was yeah, going yeah. on. You're you didn't actually get yeah. the translation. Yeah, it was so fucking good, man. Anyway, that that I love scene didn't was... even talk. He did. I, Boba doesn't talk. He just walks out and it's just like Shoot. you're not even a uh, you're a blip. In my I just love yeah. Ben Fortune. Like, he's like Boba. <laughs> oh sweet i can i can be awesome again and then all of a sudden i can be dead again he's dead immediately i love how he just slumps in the chair it was yeah. so good man it was so good oh, uh what a, what a scene anyway yeah, i'm interested to see how that plays out they might they might play out a little bit in the future maybe in the present right where he takes out like whatever the cartels are that still exist on tatooine or whatever so that'll be really interesting to see that yeah that'll be that'll be yeah, interesting. I think is the right word. That yeah. would be, you know, like a Breaking Bad Boba Fett. Oh, I, I yeah. honestly think what we're going to be getting is his youth and leading up to where he worked for Jabba, obviously, and then fell uh, in the so Sarlacc. And then, and then I think it's going to follow him from getting out of the Sarlacc. I think, it, I think it'll start. I think the first episode will be him working for Jabba and falling into the Sarlacc, and then they'll kind of jump back could after be. that. Yes, yeah, could yeah. Be. they said that uh, what was Fennec Shen. Fennec Shand. Yeah. Fennec Shand. Uh, they mentioned that her character will play a large role in it. So I suspect it's going to be him taking over Tatooine against all the other gangs. Could it'd be, be, it'd be like great if it bad. started with a recreation of the battle over the Sarlacc. And then like it, it, it pauses right as he's falling in. And he says... But you're wondering how I yeah, got yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You might, you might be wondering how I got here. <laughs> that would Part be fucking of, awesome. Okay, it, it would be, but I hope they don't do it. I hope they do. I genuinely hope they do. <laughs> I will, it's, it's, I will it's not, piss my pants laughing. It's not fat though. It's not fat. I don't give a fuck. I want to see it. I want to see that. If this is Robert somebody... Rodriguez just stroking my dick softly, that's all I want to see. <laughs> Robert Rodriguez is known for explosions and, and like action intense scenes. actions. Yeah. And, so, but which... some of it's really tongue in cheek comedy too. Oh no, for sure. Yeah. Jesus, did you ever see like freaking uh, Planet Terror Machete? Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, yeah. Say, I'm disturbed. Welcome to Hysteria Fifty One. A weekly oddcast of mysteries, conspiracies, the unusual, and the unexplained. Do we have a laser thermometer to figure out if Admiral Byrd is here? I'm pointing the laser at the wall now. 71.1. 71.2. Admiral Byrd is here. With John, Brent, and Conspiracy Bot. You're all idiots. Yeah. Join them each week as they clarify conspiracies. I'm a Stuart Swerdlow. I promise I am human and I do human things. <laughs> Explore enigmas. It's all about ley lines and you'd understand that if I could explain it to you. And probe the paranormal. Hysteria 51 is a hilarious expedition into the eccentric. Stop on my joke. I Thank will when you. they're good. Tune in each week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, the truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Stay woke, meet sex. Yeah. Speaking speaking of Machete, so we should probably get into Cyberpunk yeah. uh, because we're about an hour in here. Oh, and, I, yeah. I, and Machete definitely plays into how I'm playing the game, <laughs> as I informed Adam the other day. You going, so. uh, you going melee? I've been very strong on the melee. He's playing yes. Ghost Runner. You're playing Ghost? Okay. No, no, no. Not playing Ghost He's Runner. He's playing the character from Ghost yes. Runner. I'm Cyberpunk. basically a cyber so, ninja. All right. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you guys what I'm doing afterwards. So, but. but now, where we left off, though, we were doing first impressions last time. Yes. And uh, so, so what are what are your first impressions, Rob, uh, regarding... Uh, I, so, excluding the latest headlines, because we'll get to those, but what, what were your first impressions like? First 48 hours with the game. Okay. So, here's, here's the thing. 
Um, first off, I feel like I need to know what were your guys' impressions. My impression is not going to change based off what you guys say, so I'm honestly dying my, to know. Mine was, uh, no, I'm playing a PS4, obviously. Mine was mine was positive. It's fine. It was definitely, certainly some bugs in it, but it didn't it didn't really hamper my experience more than any other sandbox slash open world game in the past that came out really buggy, so yeah. I, I don't really have an opinion on that much. Um, I didn't, I don't like some of the mission structure because the, sure. the the story missions are pulling me out of what I was already kind of doing, which is whatever. But, uh, so I'm sort of, you know, I, I would say like, like, I don't know what, what you would say, like indifferent to the story happening so far, but whatever. Um, have you gone through the intro? I'm assuming you have. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been completely through the intro. I'm done with the first major mission. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's good. And you, I'm fucking loving it. Okay. I got to the point where I'm doing, I just finished the first, um, brain dance. Yep. So they taught me how to do brain dance. Yep. And I'm basically just gearing up to go do the heist. Cool. All right. So you're going to enjoy that, I think. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay. So, and I'm playing, I'm going to be playing a sn uh, sniper hacker. Right. So you're, and you're playing a corpo. I'm playing a corpo. Yeah. I'm and a corpo. Corpo. Yep. We're all are we all corpos? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. But I wasn't originally a corpo. I actually started street kid. I got to the end of the heist, so I got with the, the essentially the splash screen. Yep. And once I got the splash screen, I was like, okay, cool, save, start over. Interesting. And I did Nomad. So you did the first thing as a, as a street kid. Yeah. So then I went Nomad, and I played through that completely. Does that start you screen. way out? And then the, yep. Does you start it off really? in your own vehicle. Yeah. You're actually in the Badlands when you begin, and you're wow. actually being interrogated by a police officer. Wow. Crazy. It's, it's really interesting. Then you have to go through border crossing and shit like that. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. If nothing else, play through the intros. They're just Damn, fun. That's cool. Um, and then after that, I went, okay, I'm going to go do Corpo. And then I did. And I was like, this feels like it fits better to me and my play style. So I stuck with it. Yeah. Um, and so you're going sniper hacker. Yeah. And you're going blades, blades, blades. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been very melee reflex, and hacking. So you're like yeah, yeah. reflex based. Yeah, yeah. I'm reflex based too, but I'm a, right. a sniper. Yeah, so I'm body based. Interesting. Actually, Interesting. Uh because of the most ridiculous shit shit. I should be reflex based. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I yeah. should be reflex based <laughs> because I use the mono wire. What the fuck's the mono wire? Oh man. So uh you've seen Helsing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know Walter? Oh, yeah, yeah, the priest. I fight like that. No, that's Anderson. Oh. Walter fire fights with oh, strings. He, he's the, oh, he's the um, the butler. Yeah, the wire fighter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I fight like that. What? Like, yeah. Like partial range? Yeah. The fuck? And it counts as blunt weapons. <laughs> the because, fuck? Because why? I don't fucking know. So they're basically like chain, like not chain whips, but they're like wide. They're basically glorified or really it, it long a, garrots. Yes. This is in the game? Yeah. And I rip people's bodies apart fighting them. It's what awesome. The fuck the fuck! I've it's never even great. seen this. I've like, never even seen this in this game. If I go through any fight and there's not limbs and heads on the ground, I somehow fucked up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? What is the actual weapon you're using? It's called the mono wire. It's actually an implant. Oh, yeah. That's no shit. Fucked. Wait, so you implant it in your body? Like, comes out of your There's body? A, yeah. It's in your arms? Yes. Holy wow. shit, fuck. That's so cool. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so you either have the mantis blades, the shooting version of the implants, the gorilla arms, or the mono, mono blade. That is or the so mono wire. fucking cool. So, yeah. 
Um, I'll show you like before I leave really quick a uh, little clip on the internet so you can see how it works. Yeah, I'd love to see that. But, uh, I have not seen any of this yet. You, this you, is guys, really are fascinating. Gonna, you guys are going to switch. Shit. <laughs> well, I might already um, have the mods because I have a whole fuck ton of mods I haven't really done anything with yet. Why not? This game's all about cybernetics. Well, no, I, I have, but I haven't unlocked because there's like certain thresholds of things you have to hit yeah. to be able to do them. I have the street no, cred. It's like body. It's body bu- that I'm missing. So you need street cred to buy things. Well, I have. So you can find them. I'm like 30 street cred already. And a lot of a lot of them don't actually have prerequisites. Some of them do. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm sure later in the game, the coolest a lot of them ones do. seem to have prerequisites. No, no. So here's the thing: you can actually get the monomolecular uh, wire. I found out by accident because I was just exploring and I yeah, found yeah. it. But then I was like, "Oh, cool!" I'm like, "Is this <laughs> that there?" It shows you how to get it. Oh, yeah. That's what I got. We're technologically advanced now, so we're actually oh, yeah, looking we at the monowire video. video on the TV so, here. Ten seconds. Just just go to where it's showing combat because it's just it's just cool. It'll probably be closer to the end. So it shows. Yeah, it there, actually right shows there. the mod happening there too. What the Whoa. fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, it's it's kind of acting like a whip. Yeah, it acts more like a whip. Crazy. But, it, but when you see it, like when you're actually flinging it around, it's it's like wire yeah, fighting. That is so. It's it's a really thin whip. It's like it, it's, if, if it's you, a it's monomolecular what, wire. Yeah, if you turn like a a garot. <laughs> fucking yeah. tiny ass like yeah. blade yeah. and then made it a giant fucking wire and, and then made it a whip it. yeah and charge it that's yeah. insane that's so i didn't even know that cool. was very in the game. very cool i found it by accident um but uh you, can, you started you can, whipping you it around literally, like, well no uh i i found it and i was like what the fuck is this and i looked it up and the first thing i saw was that video i'm like oh yeah that's literally where i was i'm like oh this is actually the best monomolecular wire in the game and you can literally just pick it up wow oh, wow yeah where so, the fuck did you find see, it i'm interested uh, just, just in a in a uh, shed Essentially, there's, a, there's like Christ. a shed uh, right near this lake. It's like a clinic. Uh, you can get it in the first act. See, and what's no me shit on sniper rifles? I haven't actually gone down the sniper rifle path yet, but yeah. I, where I feel like I want to go. Yeah. Because Alex was telling me about a sniper rifle that he picked up. Oh, yeah, buddy. You basically, you go down the scope, you find a person that you're aiming at, yeah. you choose a dot, head or body, and yeah. then you shoot the bullets. A single rifle shot. Is it a smart round? It's yes, a smart and it just round. Oh my god, dude, yeah. that sounds. I so picked up rad. one of those from a mission. I think they call it the Ashura or something like that. Yeah. So, but I, if even if you have an enemy just anywhere within the square, yes, right, and then it'll highlight either their body or if you move up slightly, it'll highlight their head. They yeah. can be behind an obstacle, and then the bullet just finds them and kills yeah. them. I love it, uh, and it's bullets, almost always a crit. Yeah, it's crazy. So the bullets are they have their own propulsion, so you can yes. actually fire them at an angle, and they will go around a wall and hit somebody. Yeah, they almost always that. fire at an angle. It's cool yeah. as hell to watch. It's very yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, I want it. So, there's, a, so, so there's also a shotgun that does that, a machine gun that does that, a heavy machine gun that does that, a pistol that does everything. This game's fucking cool. I know. This yeah, game's but, amazing. But, but you need a hand augment to use it. So you're going to be giving up your power augment, which is the one that lets you read stuff from your pistol. It also lets you read like your ammo and stuff, the version you'll get. And you get it. Um, remember that job that you did where you rescued the chick from the tub? Like yeah. the, the, the yeah. showcased machine? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So you never got paid for that. Correct. So when you go to get paid for that, she throws in a smart mod that, oh, that yeah. lets you use those weapons. Oh, you can get it that's earlier. Where I got it. Yeah, okay. but you get it for free. Yeah, oh, uh, okay. that's cool. I, but I think George R. R. Martin, I think, is the character that you actually get it from. Oh no shit! That's think, the name of the character. Or I think it, no, I think it's I think it's him. It's definitely modeled after him. Oh, I, I got you. Okay. okay. Either that, or it's just a coincidence. In Fucking which case, funny. that's funny. That's but no, funny. I I heard heard that he's in the game, and I think that that's him. Okay. He's a ripper doc. Oh, nice, nice. So, and then, uh, so we're, where I'm at in the game now then, yeah, so I finished it, I'm getting into the Johnny Silverhand stuff, which is interesting, but it's, it's, 
not very compelling to me yet. Yeah. We'll see if it gets there, right? And uh, so so far, it's been a really good ride without without spoiling anything. Um, oh, I never actually gave my impressions. The game's really good. Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. It is really good. Yeah, uh, I'll explain why after you do your thing. And then, uh, so I'm interested to see the story kind of flesh out a little bit more, and I'm interested to see other areas of the game opened up. So that's why I'm going through the narrative yeah. is to open up the other islands of the game, so I want to see everything. You can technically go beforehand. Well, I, I, I'm being stopped on the roads. You get stopped. Within the first act, because there's a lockdown. Yeah, yeah. But I've never been stopped for any of the other ones. In, in the second act, then I'll be good to go. I think so. Okay, once I'm past the Johnny Silverhand stuff yeah. or whatever. Well, okay, the, cool, the cool. yeah the uh, the heist. Yeah, yeah. So think, uh, so I'm very interested to see where this goes. But yeah, overall, I think I think the game is very good so far. So, yeah, I'm yeah. getting so far out of the the you know three to four ish hours that I've played it. I'm getting the feeling like I'm playing Witcher but Cyberpunk universe. Fair. Instead of yeah, a horse, yeah. I have a car. Yeah. Instead of yeah. a sword, which you can still potentially get, I have a gun. Yeah. You get thermal katanas. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've been using. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, there's more to the combat. Well, that before like the that. machete. I got I got a machete that does, like, 700 DPS. So, I'm like, okay, well, that's going to have to Supposedly, be. there's a way to block bullets with a sword. I haven't seen. I haven't done it yet. You don't usually have to. I don't usually have to. Heard, but never seen. He saw me fight with the katana. I'm just like, zip, 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 zip. And yeah. killing everything in nice. sight. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. They, uh, they honestly they shoot at him. He's like, "Yeah, I take damage, but I take like three bullets by the time you're all dead." Oh, yeah. dude, yeah, yeah. Well, I just, actually, sorry, but I I could technically be like dodging and countering, but I don't even have to. I just get close and whoop, head's gone. <laughs> if you go with the gorilla arms or the monomolecular blade, and you build up into blunt, there's a couple of talents in, in blunt weapon fighting uh, that are hilarious. And one of them is whenever you do damage, you start regenerating three percent of your max health. So it ends up being this thing where you're constantly fighting because if you stop fighting, you'll die. But, <laughs> but, but as long as you keep fighting, you're a god. You know what? They're, I think they're doing a good job. Like, obviously, there's going to be a this is the best one. Don't ever play any other way. Oh, fuck it. No, I don't think so. No. I mean, they'll probably be the there best. There will but, be. But fuck it. But it sounds like they've, they've thought about it and added a lot of cool different ways you can play, play. this. Well, yeah. this is like... This is like if you were playing the tabletop. There's so many cool yeah. directions you can take it. Like Rob was saying, four hours in, I have fought two battles. Yeah. I have yeah. shot my guy. Mm-hmm. I've shot like two, I would call them combat sets. Yeah. yeah. So one, escaping the crazy gang. Right. Which yeah. is guaranteed. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other one? Probably the, oh, so you're talking about Maelstrom. The yeah, Maelstrom the Maelstrom. The- you potentially have one depending on what life path you pick. Uh, too, because like when you're driving around through the city and like people just attack you, yeah, that, that happens. That, yeah, um, and then uh, to be honest, you can um, you can technically bypass the maelstrom fight. Can you? Yeah. Well, I'm sure you. So can. there's. I've so there's, seen the options. Like I, I saw the tree potential. So so there's mm. um, you can actually just pay for it and walk. I out. Did, oh no no no! You don't understand. I did. I tried paying I didn't for it fight as well. The maelstrom. Oh, I didn't, didn't fight against the maelstrom. Oh yeah. I fought against the corpos. I forget the name of the the oh, mi- Militech. Militech. I fought against Militech. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, I I paid them. I paid them, and then there was still a confrontation oh, be, oh, between. Oh, because you talked to Militech. Yeah. Yeah. I no, talked no. to Militech. I, I did too, but when I went to pay them, because I, I had their I had their their tainted did money. You get rid of the virus on you the. Money? I didn't get rid of the virus. You, so you did. Oh okay. no shit! So what happened to me then? So I didn't get rid of the virus. I paid out of my own pocket, and then and then there was still a confrontation between Jackie and their leader, and then it still went south. Okay. So I still had to kill all of uh, all those guys. Did you get your money back? Uh, yeah, I got the money oh. and the and the, and the goods. <laughs> so I think as if you don't spit venom back in his face when he starts fucking with you, when Roy starts biting yeah. you, I think that's how you get through without doing the fight. Yeah, but uh, you can also kill the boss before he even becomes a boss. Yeah, you can kill Royce as a conversation option. 
if you're fast enough. I did see that. You have to have body 10. And I had it. And I was like, oh, interesting. And I selected it. And all of a sudden, crack. I'm like, oh, I just killed the boss. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's uh, amazing. Um, I actually had to re- reload it, um, which I almost never reload in a game. But I reloaded it because I got to the end of that thing. And uh, I didn't actually, the chick didn't show up. It was the guy who was in the back of the car. Yeah, that's yeah it was the guy. guy who showed up for yeah, me. It was so, the guy, yeah. So when I redid it, it was her. No shit. Yeah, yeah. So he died, she survives. Uh, or he disappeared. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I, see, I was kind of, I'm kind of yeah. playing it like, um, I'm not playing anyone's team. I'm kind of just, you know. Yeah. I'm kind of fucking everyone over in little ways, but like helping everyone in bigger ways. So like the corporal was like, hey, use our money and we'll get you information. I was like, okay, I'll get you information. I'm not going to fucking put a virus in the fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. And so like they didn't get any of that stuff. And I, I just, I, fuck the corpos. It's generally yeah, my yeah. character. I'm actually playing it more as my characters, like at the corpo in exile. That's how I've been kind of head canning yeah. my thing. Yeah. Was that I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm in the streets and I'm learning things there and how it applies to corporate. And nice. so like I'm coming back in with a vengeance kind of thing. I am murdering a lot of yeah. gang members. Yeah. So that's my headspace. And uh, I will continue to do that once I get back <laughs> into the uh, open world game. Yeah, it's a shame that most, a lot of, sorry, I say most, but a lot of people um, haven't had a good experience with the game because of uh, hardware malfunctions. Yeah. But I mean, and that gets us into some news the, because yeah. after our last recording, Adam, immediately after that, it yes. came out that, of course, Sony is uh, accepting refunds on the digital version of the uh. game and they pulled it from their online shop. So on PlayStation Network. I'm fuck okay. So Sony doing that, I und- I kind of understand because there is a legal precedence there. Because part sure. of S- Sony's deal is if you want to do it on this, you have to make it backwards compatible. Sure. That was a part of the deal, to my understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And same with X- by the way, same with Microsoft. Same with Microsoft. That's why it's on yep. Xbox One as well. Same with yeah. Microsoft. Which they should never have made that deal. They should never have made that deal. Um, so in my opinion, either a, they're clearly not corpos. Yeah. Yeah. Someone <laughs> either a Sony and Microsoft demanded it and they couldn't get out of it. Like maybe they weren't big enough. I don't know what. How. I think it happened too late. I think maybe. it might have happened too late. I don't know. I don't but, know the dealer. But the, but the game, even from the a lot of the developers' pers- um, perspective, is not done. No. But I mean, like at the same time, though, if you bought this game without doing your re- research, I actually have to say shame on you because if you've ever played any of the Witcher games when they first come out, they are a garbled fucking mess. Yeah, and this absolutely. is absolutely this is way to me. This is way better than Witcher Three when it first came out. Yes, way. Better. I know, and I agree. But I mean, it is very demanding, and I think a lot of people didn't think it was going to be as demanding as it is. I maybe I don't know nerds. I don't like, know how. how? Yeah. Like, we saw a video of it. But we looked at it. Went, this is going to be a, a lot of people don't think on the on the hardware level. You're right. A lot of people are probably playing. Most people, I think, are playing this on console. Yes. And I think a lot to a lot of people, consoles just work. They just yes. work. And and the game that you're making is designed to work on my console, so this will just work. Right. Which are, I and in those areas, I understand the outrage but because I, from their perspective. But at the same time, it is still shame on you. But there's two things I and I I find this funny because yeah. We as, you know, not so much Alex, but you and I, Rob, we are PC gamers. So Mm -hmm. how many times have we had games come out on console and then we get a shit, non-responsive, questionable port that just is glitched out or has problems? Yeah. I'm talking about you, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Yeah, Wasn't that the one that was like emulating itself or something like that? Yeah. 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 It was really (laughs) fucked up. What a mess. So you had these problems. I think us PC gamers like, yeah, we're used to this world. And then this happens the other way around, and the fucking world is coming crumbling yeah, down. Yeah, crazy, dude. <laughs> it's like, like fuck you, console players. You don't realize you forget you're playing a PC in a box. 
The difference between your your console and my computer, there isn't a difference. I went to a website, I pushed buy, bought my computer, pre-built it, showed up, I fucking plugged it in. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's what I did. That's a console. You're yeah. playing a con you're playing a computer. Dude, they, think about it. They've taken it to such an extreme too. They're even threatening there's a class action lawsuit in the yeah, works yeah, now, yeah, allegedly, that, and yeah, we'll see wow. if that actually pans out or that, not. I think the worst part about this is it's going to negatively impact this game's ability to get a, like a, not I don't want to say awards, but game of the year. It's never gonna yeah. be a game of the year. Probably not. Well, it, it, it's it possible too. So similar to No Man's Sky, where a definitive version of the game comes out at some point in the future, and then it gets re-reviewed as a new game. It's yeah. too big. So it, it could potentially happen. No, so no, the Witcher no. Three was big when it came out. So was No Man's Sky. You may not have been no very Sky plugged was, into it. It was huge. Yeah, it was huge it was when it big. first came out. No, yeah, you yeah. Can, and Steam you, Steam had to offer uh, refunds on that. That is yeah. true. That yeah, is true. The, like, if you look, I back, still don't think it was as big as this. No, not as big as this. No. Yeah. Maybe not. Not even half. I'd say. No, I nah, don't. No, I don't was, agree with it that. Was, yeah, it was sizable. It, it was at least half. At yeah. least half, okay. if not more. Um, for the people that are huge into sci-fi, oh, there was No Man's so Sky was supposed hype. to be like the game. I was day one on No Man's Sky. No, so were you? Yeah. You know what's really funny though? If, if I'm sure you guys didn't look at this, because why would you? But if you were on the Reddit for Star Citizen when everyone started complaining about Cyberpunk, fucking hilarious memes. Because yeah. oh, Star dude. Citizen is so bug-riddled. People are like, oh, so you were flying from point A to point B and you fell out of your ship. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> and then people like in Cyberpunk are like, oh man, this thing isn't rendering properly. And everyone, everyone, like, everyone on the Star Citizen Reddit's like, yeah, that's that's what happens. Yeah. When, you're, when you're playing an advanced game like this, dude. Honestly, I love that it's that meme where it's uh, James Franco being hung is like first time. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> that one is literally used. That is literally used. It's fucking hilarious. You go back a couple pages on the star on the Star Citizen Reddit. You're gonna have some fucking laughs. Yeah. So anyway, this one uh, I did have a couple crashes. I'm still playing just fine on PS4. There was actually a 15 gig update that came out over the weekend for yep. PlayStation 4 owners. Oh, that, for everybody. It seems to have fixed. Everything. I don't have any issues. I have some pop in here and there, but other than that, it seems fine. Yeah, yeah pop in makes sense because it's that's hardware. Oh well, yeah. Even yeah. I have pop in. Well, one yeah. one. Sorry. So I got to ask, and we can probably put a, a nail in this coffin. But I got to ask you guys, what is the one glitch that stood out for you? I already know what you're going to say, Adam. Yeah. But oh, Alex, what, one glitch. One glitch. Just page. just pick one. One that happened to me, or one that happened, happened to someone? You. Okay. That happened one that happened to me. Um. I'm not going to say yours, Adam, even though I was... It actually had to do with the autosave feature. Sure. So, and uh, and it happened... It actually might have even happened after the update. But oh. For, for whatever reason, it kept... Keep the, your file size down, by the way. If you go over 8 megs, your file's going to be... Oh, really? Not, not usable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but but what happened What happened to <laughs> me was uh, yeah. I, it kept respawning me on top of an active landmine, and so I kept dying over and over. <laughs> That's so amazing. I lost like 15 minutes of gameplay, but it's like, what a spot to respawn That's somebody at. Like, funny. Any other spot. Any yeah, other spot. Yeah. In, anywhere in the game where I'm not going to die instantly. <laughs> so I lost a little bit of gameplay, but whatever. I wasn't that butthurt about it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that, that's probably my favorite so far in my game. So in the Corpo story, I don't know if you got this or not, Alex. I, I definitely did get this. Rob got this. I confirmed with Multiple Rob. times. Multiple times. Multiple, so this is, I got this it multiple is, times as well. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I did. I don't know. So I played through Corpo story, and the first time you get to Lizzie's bar, yep. there's yeah. a character that as you're walking like think down the steps, you have to yep. go like, around the, down to the steps. There's a character right before you go down the steps. If you're looking at the steps, you'll see it just... To, yeah, the left. to the left. Yeah. And she's just T-posed. <laughs> she's wearing a yellow jacket. Wearing a yellow you'll, jacket. You'll know. You'll yeah. know. I, I did not see her, no. Play so maybe I got the through. the Corpo intro. And yeah. when you get to Lizzie's bar, it's yeah. on the upper so floor. So I did the Corpo once. Not the roof. Maybe I the upper did. Floor. Yeah, she was on the upper floor, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I think I did get that. I've got yeah. a screenshot of it if I need yeah, to. Yeah, because there, I did it as Corpo the first time. Remade my character, did it as Corpo again. I went, oh, she's still there. It's I, the I, same my, problem. Like I said, in my mind, it that is a legit thing. She's just standing there T-posing <laughs> because she lost a bet. Or, it's the new or dab. It's a, or, it's a, or it's a drink thing. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which I think is totally in character for Cyberpunk. It totally T- would be. be the thing? Sure, why not? But that was literally... That is, I would say, the only glitch I experienced in this game. So okay. Sure. Um, I've experienced quite a few. None of them were, oh my God, this kid's game breaking. There were a couple that are kind of chuckly, uh, like the one where tits or dick are poking out yeah, through, yeah, that's uh, funny. through clothing. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. had that happen on, on different characters. That's, that, that, that consistently happens to me only when I'm changing clothes, but I have a female character yeah. and it keeps stripping her like butt naked in between outfit changes. And I'm like, it that's, doesn't even have to happen. It doesn't have to happen. loading. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, but, but it's just, it's just, hilarious because like I'm, I'm like playing you in get front more of naked Amanda or something and she's like yeah. why does she be going naked like why is she butt naked on the screen it's like well I'm not doing it I'm just yeah. trying to like put better armor on her yeah <laughs> so uh yeah that, and that you is to, like, funny jerk off in the three yeah. in like the one second between <laughs> each, each clothing change yeah it's so fast <laughs> so I've had a consistent glitch through every single playthrough of the heist I've done and Adam I don't know if you if you get this they may okay. have passion they may not have so when you're in Arasaka Tower there's a point where you have to take an elevator down to the main floor to get mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. okay um and when that happens there is a arasaka heavy trooper in the elevator and he comes out and you're supposed to kill him take his card and go down yeah so every time he has spawned he spawns part way in the in the ground of the elevator and he's constantly flash glitching like you know coming in and out of reality yeah and so you haven't seen him yet but you will uh, potentially, yeah, I, and, know, I know what you're talking but about. But every time, and I've done that mission four times now, no word of a lie. Every single time, it's been the same glitch, and it's fucking hilarious. Because I'm like, oh, here comes a glitchy elevator guy. <laughs> you know exactly where you're pop me, up. Just doing t- my job. Yeah, so I just I just step into the elevator and I step behind him and I go, time to die, buddy. <laughs> and I just kill him every time. Uh, and I just like, oh, whatever. I mean, he's, ultimately, he's a mook. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, I'll have to see. Uh, Glad it worked out really well for you. You have yeah. to realize, I didn't start playing the game until after that big patch came out that fixed a bunch yeah, of Yeah, so, so you may not see it. But I'm, yeah. let me know if you see it or not. Okay. Because it was consistent for me. Um, but that's probably it. Uh, winding down, though, I think, at this point. Uh, mm. What have you guys been playing and watching? Or is that essentially what you guys have been playing and watching? It's certainly my playing and watching. Okay, well, so I've big time. A few things, but you go ahead. Uh, honestly, it's Cyberpunk twenty seven and uh, Grand Tour: The Massive Hunt, which sucked. Mm. Nice. Okay, that sucks though. That that sucks. They're they're just losing their quality. I think on oh, this one. It fair just enough. Wasn't as good. Um. So I've actually been watching. I've been watching Discovery, Star Trek Discovery. Oh yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Really good actually. Uh. Then I started watching the original series because now. Because whoa, 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 whoa. what's the original series? TOS Star Trek, like Shatner. Oh wow. Okay, okay. so um, for a couple of reasons, one, there's a lot of callbacks and discovery to that shit, mm-hmm. uh, and another reason is because there's been this running joke conversation between me and a friend, and she's a huge Star Trek fan, and I'm a huge Star Wars fan, Ooh. and they're all like, ah ha ha, I know everything Star Trek. I'm like, ah ha, I know everything Star Wars. And then the other day, I was like, so I'm watching the original series, and she's like, oh, that's cool. I'm like. Yeah, so that I'll know more about it than you. And she's like, oh, I fucking hate you. <laughs> it's pretty savage. That's uh, pretty savage. But uh, I was like, yeah, it's going to be really bad when the Star Wars kid knows more about Star Trek than you do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Fighting words. That's some flexing. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, uh, that aside, I've uh, also been playing the new Resident Evil multiplayer for Resident Evil 3, which is Resident Evil Resistance, which is a great game. 
It's a asymmetric multiplayer. Okay. Four people are survivors. Is it a separate game? Yeah, yeah, technically. It came out after RE3 came out. Okay, but you buy it as a separate game. No, you get it for free if you own RE3. Oh, okay, so it's not a separate game. No, it's a separate game, the fact that it was developed separately. Sure. Um, But anyway, the entertaining... So really quick rundown on how this game works. Four people trying to get out. There's three floors to go through. Each floor has a objective you need to do. The objectives spawn randomly, but they're effectively the same every time you play a different level. First floor, keys to open the main door to go down. Second floor is security clearance. You got to kill a security zombie, take his card, clear yourself at three terminals, go down. The last one is there's bio canisters. You got to destroy them, done. Every So when every time you start the game, five minutes are on the clock, go. Every time you take damage, that clock goes down. Every time you kill a zombie, that clock goes up. So the time is fluctuating, but the, okay. four, the fifth person, the person that's playing against you is called the mastermind. And their whole thing is they use cameras to, to watch you and activate new zombies and traps and things like that. Oh. And each of them has their own unique bioweapon. So one of them has Mr. X. One of them has Nemesis. One of them has the D field, like that laser yeah, fucking thing that people walk through. I love that one. Uh, cool. And each of them are different iconic people that you fight in the in the series. So this cool isn't so. asymmetric in the sense of like, uh, I forget that hunt game. Uh, you're the Dead by Daylight. Dead by like Daylight. Where, yeah. where the enemies, the, the, uh, the asymmetric other guy isn't a monster per se. Well, you can you're also... More of like uh you can direct control things though yeah yeah but it's yeah. it's more like um siege or no dungeon no it's dungeon siege i think i don't know re- i don't recall where you're playing the bad guy and you're you're not you're you're not directly control you're not directly controlling the big bad monster you're controlling sort of the generic ai yeah and that's a lot of what it is but when when those bioweapons come out you do con- control them directly okay which is both a good and bad thing because the good thing is that hey now i can make sure that this thing doesn't suck and you can fight the players, but at the same time, you're no longer aware of what's going on with the cameras. So, and the survivors can obviously disable cameras in different ways. Yeah, each yep. character has different abilities. One's a healer, one's a tank. A lot of them are damaged. Some of them are like support, like a hacker that can disable cameras temporarily. Okay. It's a lot of fun to play. If you like Resident Evil and you want to play with friends, it's a great way to go. The only downside is right now they have no dedicated servers, which is a problem. Oh, yeah. And the other problem is that there is, at least when it first started coming out, there was a prominent hacker community in it. Oh. it. It seems to be gone. I've never run into a hacker yet, and I've, I'm about 30-something games in. So I don't know if it's a big problem. Uh, is there some people who are super unfair about how they play? Totally. Can you beat them? Totally. Um, <laughs> because the big one right now is everyone doesn't like Mastermind Nikolai because he... His whole thing is equipping cameras with weapons, like machine guns and stuff like that, and use them against you. That's awesome. Thing is, though, you can kind of split up if you have a competent team, and that's the key word there, competent. Yep. Uh, and you can distract. You can essentially be too many places at once that he can't handle you. So he his shtick is he takes control of a camera and can put a gun on that camera. Temporarily, but, but yeah. The, the guns won't shoot automatically. He has to be controlling those guns. Okay. <laughs> so there's there's more to it than that. I'm not gonna get into it. It's a fun okay. game. Look into it for sure. I think it's definitely worth your time. Is it first person for or third person? At third least? person for the people. First person for the masterminds from the camera perspective. When you're playing as a zombie, it is third person. Okay. Uh, not all zombies are controllable. You can't control the zombie dogs, but you can control most of the zombies themselves. Nice. Um, but like I said, and some of them, uh, like Daniel, his whole thing is controlling zombies. But other people, it's not their thing. Spencer's yep. whole thing is, like, he's the old guy. His whole thing is slowing you down. So he's got, like, the D field to make an area inaccessible. Yep. Uh, really good ones will drop a D field 
right in front of a party that's sprinting towards something. So then all of them will run to the field and die. (laughs) So like, or they'll use it to divide the team. It's cool. Yeah. It sounds really cool. There's a lot of fun stuff about the game. It it is very good, but it it is better if you have five people and you're playing with friends. Yep, it is better to do it that way. They always are. As asymmetric honest, stuff usually honest, is, yeah. It's on sale right now for like 26 bucks to get Resident Evil 3 is already worth it. It's not the best game, but it's good for a Resident Evil remake. But the multiplayer itself is worth the money. Nice. But you got to play with friends with a stable internet connection. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Hell yeah. There's more, but I'm going to let it go for now, and I'll just talk about it next. Sweet. Week. Yeah. Sweet. So is that our playing and watching? I think so. I oh. think that's it. I do. Dang, there dude. is one piece of news I want to bring up real yeah, quick. Yeah, let's do it. There's only one. And that's that Riot Games has officially, or semi-officially, um, announced an MMO. Yes, which Crazy. I'm excited. Crazy. I didn't know that. I didn't hear this. Well, it makes sense because we're about to get a huge rush of MMOs. Yeah, and or, yeah, we're right, oh, we yeah, are. Oh, yeah, we are. Uh, plus, they're trying to build like a League-verse. Yeah, they're, oh. trying to, they're trying to fight WoW. Okay. They're taking yeah. WoW on. Yeah. And so, yeah, they... And they kind of put. Well, they're taking Blizzard on. Yeah, 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 they're fighting WoW. Well, because you know, Blizzard and WoW are the same thing. Everything else. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because but they're they're also like League also competes with Dota too. So well, competes different different crowd, but yeah, Dota's Valve. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Guys, just don't listen. I don't play PC. (laughs) Like, just don't. (laughs) Why do you even have expectations for my knowledge on this? (laughs) We so, don't, but it's okay. We can correct you and then everyone knows. I thought it was a great news, mostly because I'll leave a, it. the announcement was just on Twitter. Good. It was just like a, yeah, I'm I'm involved with it. It's, uh, by the way, it's Greg Street, who's known as uh, Ghost Crawler from the WoW universe. Cool. He was a, he was a famous mod for WoW. Yeah. Uh, that actually got uh, kicked out of uh, yeah. Blizzard. And Interesting. I think he might have left, but it was on a very negative, cut, no, negative yeah. scenario. Yeah. yeah. And so he was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm brought on to like help with, a, you know, Leagueverse. And my, one of my first things is, uh, you know, something that a game that's, uh, you know, one might say is a large multiplayer that you might describe as massive. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like is it an MMO? He's like, oh, yeah, it's an MMO. <laughs> oh, one of those. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so he was just in Twitter. It's just this random Twitter post. That's hilarious. I, I man. love this because everyone has. And this is just like one of those things where I'm like, aha, I got to be vindicated because I stand the test of time. Uh, everyone's like, oh, MMOs are never coming back. I'm like, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. They're coming back. Just wait for yeah. it. It's gonna Because that's how MMOs work. They they hit big, then there's a huge lull, and then they hit big again. It's also just how game styles yeah, go of around. Course. They, they always come in. Sure, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything does. You're completely correct. And look at the stuff that's filled the void in the meantime, right? Like Fortnite and all this stuff. There's a whole new... Trash. Oh, which, yeah. yeah. Trash <laughs> there's a whole new actually, I've been garbage like, pail. Spellbreak is actually a lot of fun. Okay. Spellbreak, it's another. Uh, I have seen mobile. that one. Yeah, it's like a magic. I was playing of it on, guns actually playing it on my Switch. It was actually fun on my Switch. Yeah, and then I, I also get sold it on my computer, and so I played it there. Nice. Uh, but I, I was actually in the alpha. I didn't like it in the alpha. I was like, eh, whatever. They sorted I was like, it out. Yeah, it's just whatever. And then yeah, it got a lot nicer. Nice. Uh, now it feels like Wizard, Wizards of Leve- uh, Wizards of Legend, the 3D battle royale. Oh my head hurts on that. Yeah, title. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's worth a look. Uh, let me know if you do play it. I'll play with you because you play. In I duos. probably won't. I don't play battle. Oh, MMOs. No, it's a so it's a battle royale. Yeah, no, I don't play battle. Royale. It's only like fifty people. Yeah, I don't play battle royales. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I do not a PvPer. Okay, sweet. Okay, so I guess that's it for episode 15, 115. Oh, I can play with you because it's cross uh, cross compatible. 
Well, yeah, I, I'd play on the Switch. Sounds good. I'll yeah, check I'd it play out on my computer. Probably, yeah, I'll download but, yeah. it tonight and see what it's all about. Yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Rona Geek Official Podcast. Uh, we should say this is the first episode recorded in the new studio. Yeah. 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 So uh, hopefully, hopefully, once the I get into the audio, it's good and everything. I, I kept an eye on it throughout, so I think we should be all right. And uh, we'll see how it goes. So this is the christening, the christening of the new studio. Christening yeah. of it. And of course, whatever else Adam does, whatever other dark deeds he does in here after we're we're gone, yeah. <laughs> that's the other christening. <laughs> whatever. I thought my seat was sticky, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. I don't care. There's <laughs> <laughs> just a recording of me petting my cat. <laughs> awesome. All right. Cool. Thank you for listening. Bye.